Well, can you hear me, JR? Yes, I can. What's up, my dude? Okay, because I think my computer just crashed. <laughs> uh, oh, well, while you still have me here, uh, hi, I'm Kevin Pillow, if you can hear me. That's JR Kambakungan. We're going to go until this boots me off the air <laughs> uh, because I have no control over my uh, my uh, uh, over my uh, my mouse. But maybe, you know what? I think I just realized, maybe the battery's dead. Yeah, it might cool. be. Are you, are you, do you have uh, the... Uh... We're all. Oh, by the way, we are. Um, I'm personally streaming by uh, my uh, my MacBook. So I have. Do you have one of these suckers? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I have the same thing. And so, like, I, dude, these. This is the best, the absolute best for like just casual viewing as well as just like absolutely. Getting... Uh, the the magic trackpad for the Macintosh. Yes. You can actually. Yes. It's it mimics the. Um, I just think I think what happens. I think um, that died, and I think I just lost. Um, Bluetooth probably. connectivity. So that's probably it. Um, I think I've got it going now. Let's see. Uh, before we start, uh, we not yeah. Before we start, too, not not uh, uh, not uh, sponsored by the way by by Apple, even though we would love to, because your boy oh, needs yeah. and you, uh, a strong. You never tell Pro. by my uh, by my studio in here. <laughs> um, like I said, he is Jared Kambakungan. I am uh, Kevin Pillow, and um, got a lot. Mm -hmm. to talk about it has been a crazy just just been a crazy week bro yeah. what a week it has been for uh pop culture and yeah. and whatnot but uh yeah right. super I, awesome so, yeah um yeah i do apologize about the mess back here i just got my laundry done i'm pretty sure there's the mess always somewhere back there if you guys have, uh, have stick around long enough for us but uh yeah, going on to the uh going on to the news and events dude there's been a lot of stuff that's happened in the last like two weeks bro a well, lot of crazy dude, stuff. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a bonus here. Hold uh -huh. on. Uh oh, Echo. Hold up. Fitness. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, it's all good. Mute the mic. There's the camera. Mm -hmm. so there's two of me, right? All right. Mm -hmm. Let me swing this around a little behind the scenes. There it is. My guy. Upgrade. My guy. 
Here we go. Finally. Time. I know. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you, re-download, re-download, uh, or um, re- where is it? Where is it? Where's my copy? Actually, re-download. Um, let's see. Go live. No, no, no. There we go. All right, JR, we'll be right back with us here. Um, I hit the wrong button um, on the computer, and uh, yeah, I, I I dropped the ball on that one. So welcome to part two of the broadcast. I apologize, guys. Um, I'm Kevin Pillow. JR will be back with us here in just a second. Technical difficulties. I, I For those who don't know, I do a side project uh, covering some sports here in the Coachella Valley, and we did the exact same thing yesterday. Uh, what's going on, Maeve? Um, JR, we be with us in just a second. Um, so we we tried this last night, and it worked. And, of course, I tried to do it on a different broadcast, and it doesn't work. So, yeah, there's JR. So we're going to kick this pig right off. Uh, so, yeah, I, was telling, I, was telling like, I did this exact same thing last night, and it worked hmm. perfectly fine. And then I try to do one, the exact same thing in here today and another one bites the dust. So I think it's just <laughs> sometimes, bro, this, this, uh, when we yeah, try to do things late night, well, I did late night too last night, but anyways, I'm a chill, I'm moving a right along. Um, oh, I was about to say, I was about to say, yeah, but yes, put this bad boy so, back in there. Um, I do have it. I did. Um, I, because I just recently bought um well actually not recently i bought it almost shit almost a year ago uh i bought miles morales so i i'm replaying miles morales because um when i hooked up the ps5 Uh i um i didn't port over my ps4 yet because i just unplugged it and was anxious to get it plugged in and get it going getting the downloads going so tomorrow at some point or maybe um in the uh in the near future, there's yeah, there's the ESPN telling me that my Trojans still suck. They can't even beat Arizona by 53 like they should have. Um, the uh, yeah, I, I uh, I'm switching over tomorrow. Um, Dude, I'm still I'm... searching for PS5. Atner, um, at what's going on, Atner? Yeah, lucky bastard. I'm still searching for a PS5. Sorry, bro, got the last one at Target in Palm Desert today. Um, so yeah, um, how you doing, uh, Maeve? Maeve, no, yeah, Maeve uh, it's well. it's uh, Marvel. yeah. Well, well, we'll get to Marvel in just a second. Um, I, I'm I'm telling you, my dude. Once the, the second you play upgraded Miles Morales for PS5, it is oh, it looks fantastic. Changer. You played Absolutely. already? Uh, like I said, I started it. I down did the download because for those who don't know, if you buy, um, if you buy Jedi Fallen Order, especially, yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you buy Miles Morales for the PlayStation 4, it does come with a um it does come with a double uh it does yeah. come with a, a, a dual um, yeah the, the free upgrade uh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did the uh the Miles Morales um upgrade and uh, I'm playing I'm I'm just just kind of getting to the swing of things, no pun intended, or maybe a pun intended. Um by the way, real quick, at the end of the tonight show, uh yeah. I say that sarcastically because I am a DC fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, same, same. Uh, well, we're gonna get to DC. DC had a big week. 
Oh my DC goodness. DC had yes. a big week. I am so happy for Jim. I am so happy that Jim doesn't well, have to write the whole let's shit. Let's just dude. let's okay. So let's we're gonna get to the PS5. We're gonna get to, to Miles Morales uh, and all yep. that stuff. Um mm-hmm. and, and, and fallen Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, which yes, I do plan on replaying, and um, but I think I'm going to be on such a soccer kick this summer, this uh, this summer, this month. I am looking for. I'm probably going to download FIFA 2022, okay. um, and get into that a little bit. I was a little disappointed doing some research about it. I didn't yeah. realize that EA has its own streaming service and that it's sold separately. If you have a Sony PlayStation, if you have an Xbox, you have Game Pass. It's included oh, with Game Pass. Yeah, it, it's so. it's all of that. Yeah, it's they have every one of them. Every one of the big developers or yeah, big game makers, they have their own like streaming service, bro. It's FIFA hasn't necessarily changed in the last dare I say 10 years now. It's just like yeah, 2012 and so. It you'll get the same game basically just updated rosters and that's about it. But other than Which that, man, just which I'm looking forward fun. to. to, to yeah. I, I, I want to play because I do know that being an English premier, English football fan, um, I do like the the kind of the general manager mode where you can okay. take over a franchise and work its way up, um, like you can in real life, work your way up to the the Premier League. Which um, uh, Wiccan from Marvel just to get him upset. Um, I want to talk about that because there's some theories about what's going to happen with Wiccan and Speed. Um, I, hmm. so let's get right into the news and notes big week for dc um yep. i know that we talked about both of us leading up to black adam that we both were not though we're both big rock fans um weren't completely yeah. sold on black adam uh this is probably one of the longest uh longest pro uh, uh, uh projects that any film uh company has worked on this is they signed dwayne johnson over 10 years ago to this yeah. project yeah. Um, actually, it was, it was almost in the essence of Mahershala Ali and Blade. This is actually yeah. something that Dwayne Johnson brought to yep. DC that he wanted to do this project, and they've been developing yeah. it, developing it through Seven Brooks Productions. It's, for it's almost. Time. It's just about as long as, if not, actually a little bit, maybe a little bit shorter than uh, than the Uncharted series, where originally uh the they stoney went to do went try to start up Uncharted, and been looking for a director, been looking, uh, been had a uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg was supposed to originally play Nathan Drake. It's been so long. If for those who have played Uncharted, uh, well, Mark Wahlberg has been in the quote unquote series franchise slash talks of playing Nathan Drake so long that he actually played the older that he's so old now, or that the French or that the um the IP for the Uncharted movie has gone on so long that he's that he's now played the older uh um the older you know rogue uh i not idol um the older the older mentor to nathan drake scully which is in the video games is much much older so that's it's it's uh the it's just about that long basically when you compare that to um when you compare that to um the rocks um black adam so it, it's pretty crazy man but it's good no what i was gonna say so um though i don't think you've you haven't seen it yet you have not seen i have black not adam. i i actually pl- i I don't intend to watch. I, I I intend to watch it on HBO Max, type of thing. Because As like, do I. Yeah. Um. Not to say that I'm. I'm people accuse me of being a homer for Mar- Marvel, and maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. Um. But I just, you know, I, I just don't have any want to go out to the theater. I'm not. You know, I'm not COVID scared or anything. I just. I don't know. I, I just don't have the desire to go and see um, this film in 
um, in theater. Like, hey, that's it. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure in past episodes, man, we talked about it before where, like, if it is if it isn't with the crew, right, from the comic book shop watching yeah. a movie, and necessarily most of the time it isn't nowadays, specifically in the last two years for me, like I I be, I try to watch, you know, uh, what's called Multiverse of Madness. I try to watch, I try to watch all these other movies separately, and I always like was about to get in like freaking fist fights with dudes or people, people who don't who act who can't act normally type of stuff, right? Like it's yeah yeah, it's it's this whole weird thing of like people have been inside and so they don't know how to act. In public anymore and so it's just that with me man like don't get me wrong like the last two years there has been maybe for Marvel, maybe one to two good movies in 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 total right in comparative to like phase three phase two and so maybe that's also adding to my my adding to my reasons why i just want to watch this stuff in house now yeah right i'm not i'm not going out to see you know black adam I definitely want to go out to see Batman though, because the Batman is is still yeah. one two and the I, best movie of the year for me. So and and we'll get into the premiere mm-hmm. uh, also of Black Panther, which came out this past week. Um, yep. We want to talk about our girl Janisha, who dropped Jaws on the purple carpet. Oh uh, god, dude! I'm fucking. Want to throw Atner some her, love? Uh, wasn't expecting much from Black Adam. Yeah. Um, does have because does, DC doesn't have a good history with films. He said it was good. Um, and uh, let's see. Um, General Kier- Maeve, uh, they don't have a good history uh, with films, but they do have a good history of video games. Bill is, uh, I am really looking forward to the DC Gotham Knights. Looks, uh, it looks pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Suicide the, Squad looks. Uh, Suicide so what was Squad the one looks. Is it like Suicide Squad versus Justice League yeah, or something like that? Yeah, that one's gonna be really good for me because that's the team that you know that did Unjustice series, that did the Unjustice video games, that did. Uh, I think. No, I mean, that's Nether Realms. It's the same. It's the same studio that did Mortal Kombat, right? And so yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about Arcane Labs. I think no, no, or uh, the 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 studio that did the Arkham night the Arkham games, right? So. Like that, that's pedigree type of game development stuff that I hope fuck freaking Warner Bros. never gives up, man. Or none Warner Bros. Yeah, Warner Bros. Warner Bros. That they never give up in that sense because those two specific, uh, those two specific um, studios, man, are yeah, they, you can really match them strength for strength. It Marvel is lucky. It is damn right lucky to have Sony do Spider Man. I'm gonna yeah. say that. I'm gonna say that for everything, bro. Marvel is damn lucky that Sony's doing Spider-Man for them, right? They should. Yeah, they so Gotham Knights is being done by Warner Brothers Interactive. That yeah. they're doing it in-house. So Mar- all Marvel does, if they really want to get like, uh, if they really want to get their toes wet into this video game stuff, man, is basically give Sony everything that has to do with like, with like, like key characters, because because Sony's doing what they're doing. Another Spider-Man game. They're doing Spider-Man Two. They're going to do inevitably another Miles Morales game. They're going to do a Wolverine game, and possibly whatever is down the down the pipeline for them. And so, like other main Marvel games right now that Marvel has done is what Avengers. You played it. I know you're a fan of it. I played a little bit of it. It's trash, homie. It's well, it's, it's is trash. It, is it good? No. Um, <laughs> it, to me, it's it's entertaining. It to me it was okay. entertaining. Okay. I'll give um. It and, I'll give you that. Um, that's really about all I can say about it because because JR is not wrong. Um, it, it, it definitely has a lot of work. I think what I can Ooh. overlook is yeah. the design of the costumes. 
Um, trust me, there mm. were um, there were moments in the game where I just I was I was ready to turn <laughs> off. I was ready to turn off. Bro. Um, but uh, Bro, like the the best thing they did was put out the Black Panther DLC, and that should have been its own game. Like legit, the best thing they did with that game it, it's supposed to be, and they they made a uh, they made in the gaming sphere they made the model of this video game marvel avengers into like you know this this game platform that's going to be year long round or quite yeah. lost possibly multiple years and just have a recurring dlc being put out like you know like you know a la destiny one and two like freaking world of warcraft right where you have multiple D- dlcs over the years they stumbled that not only did they stumble out of the gate they shot themselves in their f- in the foot and then ran yeah and and so it's basically a dumpster fire for for the one of the first showings for Mar- uh, for uh for Marvel right now i feel like what they need to do is just to basically do a reset and i don't know just do something else man do something else Which with the I, I with the main marvel to, studios game because guardians of the galaxy um i've played that some was demos great. of it it's that I've played was some good. demos of it it looks really good uh my buddy jim um who uh gave me my real first um indoctrination on the ps5 i mean i know you had it but i haven't had a chance to play the ps5 and he showed me some game footage of uncharted i think and then i think he showed me some of um, guardians of the galaxy and bro it looks so much better and midnight suns has me really excited i I will say this mave i will make just a little correction Uh, marvel doesn't have spider-man Sony has Spider-Man. Sony has yes. the rights for Spider-Man, and so Sony is Sony should have all the credit for anything Spider-Man related for video games. Like yeah. not Marvel didn't have that. They should thank Sony. They should kiss. They should like truly like you know kiss the ring when it comes to the gaming stuff. To and Sony, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think that um that's uh the developer the the um that the main part of the developer for um for the Spider-Man franchise, I believe is actually working, is going to be working with Marvel yep. in the future doing games. So we have Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Midnight Suns are both games that are um, are out now. There was a game announced yeah. at D23. Um, that's right, that's right. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. And it's going to feature Black Panther. <clears throat> um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Captain America. And it's, it's so weird. Carter and something else. Yeah. So, um, it's so yeah, it's a weird little crew that they got for the Black Panther one. So, it it's just more so like it's just, it just speaks with this whole weird thing now that Disney in, in its entirety is trying to do where it's trying to come into the gaming space where it's like they want they want to make what uh, a a Star Wars game every 2 years now or or like they want to make 3 games every single year or some or some crazy number like that. That's bold. That's what I'm saying. So, like, they want to try and make a Star Wars game. They're trying to make a Marvel game, maybe something else on the side. I'm like, yo, man, like, first, y'all got to come with some credibility first, man. You guys have, you guys have, so Disney, Disney, the best thing for Disney video games is that they partner up with Square Enix to make Kingdom Hearts. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Kingdom Hearts, the best thing to happen, be it in the video game wise, to, uh, to Disney. Like, it's, you really can't debate that because of how much how big kingdom hearts was because it's still, it's kind of flattering now i'm hoping that sony buys them off finally yeah. but uh but yeah it's go, Maybe, going uh, that man not wrong it's, i i would take scarlet witch um uh, in yeah. any game i think it'd be a lot of fun um yeah, be- i believe if i'm not mistaken she might be appearing in midnight suns i'm not 100 sure i know she's not was not a part of the team but because it's dealing with the supernatural oh, yeah, possibility she, that maybe it, she could be included. No, she, 
She is. She's. Uh, she's actually part of the big bad. So there you there you go. So yeah, maybe these, we're gonna yeah. see Scarlet Witch in in that she's game. The, yeah, but, she, there's uh, that uh, game's there's, gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. Um, gonna be a lot really of interesting. There's gonna be four. There's gonna be the big bad, which is like uh, Lilith. I think that's her name. Was like the the mo- the mother of all demons or something like that. The monster. Yes. The, the mother of all monsters. And it. And I think there's gonna be a Venom. Venom's gonna be one. Juggernaut's another one. I think. Uh. Uh, aforementioned. Scarlet Witch, and I think another person too. And so it's it has to do with the occult. I'm all for that. Honestly, they if it came out now, I'd buy it and we'd probably stream it right now on Twitch. But uh here we are, man. But other than that, man, what else you got? What else you got going? Well, let's talk about um yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. The roster on the cover of Midnight Suns, which is uh scheduled for a release date of 1202.20. Before you say anything, um, uh yeah, do you have do you have the whole list of them? Don't say anything. Don't say the list yet. I'm gonna I'm no, try to mark at the cover at the cover art. Yeah, I'll try to mark had... them off. Because I'm trying um, to do for my memory. Where'd it go? They had a cover art here and <laughs> now I lost it. It's uh, uh it should be Captain Marvel should be in it. Uh Captain Marvel's part of the squad, Spider-Man's part of the squad, uh Magic part of the squad, of course, Blade, uh Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider. Yeah. The main character which you play, uh, which is the daughter of Lilith. That's the that's the the original character. Yeah, the yeah, new original character. I don't think it's yeah. a, it's, a, it's a real. Um what else is the other one? Um third, you know what? I'm I'm showing JR is Iron Man Captain America. The, that's right, Wolverine. There you go. On the cover art for the Midnight Suns enhanced edition, you have Wolverine, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. which looks almost like 2099 Spider-Man. But yep. I think it's just uh, it's, um, it's him with the uh, the occult look. Okay, uh, so you have Wolverine, Spider Man, Iron Man, the new original character, uh, Blade, Scarlet Witch, and Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider. So Scarlet yeah. Witch is in the game. That should be a lot of yeah. fun. I will um, say too, to to answer to answer me, I think they I think people will kind of to totally be honest with you, they'll I think they'll trash a Young Avengers, a Young Avengers video game. Sadly, because of how just like quote unquote toxic the current <laughs> freaking fandom of old heads specifically that play video games for it now like they like i don't know people are people are still trying to get across are still trying to get you know past that the fact that we're we don't have rdj anymore that we don't have uh, that we don't have chris evans that we don't have you know the old guard of uh of uh avengers anymore and so the young avengers would like viv with like I would love to see Amadeus Cho. I would love to see. I would definitely love to see anyone from uh, uh, anyone from from Champions. Like that'd be great, man. But like, I feel like yeah. if they do if they do a young if they do a Young Avengers games without actually like introducing the people to it, I think it's DOA Dead on Arrival. Totally, be honest with you. The so. um. Like, uh, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into. I was going to talk about Marvel, but I want to get into the get past DC real quick. Oh, yeah, um, real quick, we we'll just wrap it up uh, about DC. We don't have neither one of us have seen Black Adam. When we do see it, we will do a review. I, and I, I, I would mean, love to do a watch along. I mean, it's already been spoiled too. Should we talk about it? No, I, 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 I was thinking Not, about it. Um, there, because I haven't seen. I, 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 I know, but I don't know. Okay. Um, the big spoiler at the end of the end credit scene. Hmm. Um, so not yet. I want to give it a little bit more breathing room because I wouldn't okay. want people to spo- want people to spoil it for me. Gotcha. Um, gotcha so gotcha. I know it, but I uh, I don't a know gentleman. enough about it to 
to go like, let's talk about it. Uh, But (laughs) there is a, there is a massive mid credit scene. Mm. Um, uh, Maybe you have, but neither one of us have. And though we know about it, we don't want to dig too deep into it. And there are a lot of people that listen to this podcast uh, after the live show. And I just don't want to, even though we do flash spoiler alert. Um, but we'll talk about it because I, I think it's supposed to come. I think the the moratorium is I think thirty to forty five days. So Something we will like do. We will do. Well, I don't know. Warner Brothers is weird, but yeah, um, man. And uh, we will do Black Adam. Let's do talk about though um, some big news, and that mm-hmm. is that after DC Films, uh, one of their heads quit a couple of weeks ago. Uh, their interim kind of CEO yep. of DC Films. Uh, someone stepped in that is a little familiar with DC films, and that yeah. would be Mr. James Gunn. Yes, is sir. taking over and yeah. is making some immediate changes with uh, DC films, be- starting with it's no longer DC films. It's now called, you guessed it, DC Studios. Gee, I wonder where they came up with that name. <laughs> uh, and also, um, it is official, The which I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know this part, JR, is mm-hmm. that the name, we know the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, that is yeah. the christened canon name of the franchise that yeah. began with Iron Man in 2008 and has got uh-huh. to us currently. That's the mm-hmm. MCU. It's always been called the MCU. Kevin Feige coined the name. That's what it's called. DC never had a name. It was coined the DC Extended Universe. And yep. I didn't know this, but it was that was actually credited to a writer, I believe, for Entertainment Weekly, which DC kind of ran with. Yeah. Well, now that's gone away. And in a press release earlier this week, the DC Extended Universe is no longer, it is now known as the DCU, the DC Universe. I mean, Gee, I wonder where they came up with that name. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. The, I don't, he, he, here. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to be ranty, but like, you remember when I talked about before about how uh, about how there were so many studios trying to do the Marvel effect, where you know instead of doing things slow, right? They just try to do. They try to do one movie and then do like 15 movies at yeah. a time, try to connect the movie, try to connect the universe together. This is kind of like that now. <laughs> I mean, oh no, no. This is the longer version where, like, I told them where you can finally do it kind of slowly, and then. Uh, kind of do it slowly and like hopefully like kind of prop things up, you know, do uh, make a better like foundation because one, try to make the foundation, try to put a foundation on the back of freaking uh, of, of Zack Snyder again is a is a losing is a losing scenario. Like I've freaking been saying Zack Snyder, great artist, horrible director. <clears throat> I will say that with my full chest, great artist, horrible director. And you want to base off the entire franchise, your entire everything off of this one man and his lack of color, <laughs> his, his lack of his lack of like radiant red or anything like that. But again, man, it just it's with James got the helm. Hopefully with James got at the helm. We have one and a legitimate DC fan. Yes. Period. Right. There, we, he James Gunn for for the amount of crap that people give him. Right. One thing you can't put it past him. He's a comic book fan. That's the biggest one. You need somebody that knows. He's a good storyteller knows- too. You need a you need somebody that knows how to that has knows his comic book knows his or her comic books in and out. Period. The one the biggest thing that Zach the that that I really didn't that I dislike from Zack Snyder is that he pulled from different variations. Again, like I've been saying, the the one Superman that I've always hated was was re, was New Fifty Two Superman. And guess what? Who freaking Zack Snyder made New Fifty Two Superman? 
super emo boy crying about his powers, all that stuff. Let's make him into looking our new Superman. Like, no, that's not him. You should you should went with the Reeves with the Reeves Superman. Now, since you got James Gunn in the helm, hopefully there's a at least a good vetting system. Period. One of the bigger reasons for that is that I'm hoping because of how Chuda formed to a certain extent his his uh, uh his his Suicide Squad movie was to a certain like to a good portion of it. I'm hoping we get more of that, man. I totally honest with you. Again, I'm 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 really done with the with the Snyder the Snyderverse type of stuff where we got a lot of like wannabe fans that are, that are trying to you know that are trying to say all this stuff about DC when it really it's not it, dude. DC Comics ran way before Zack Snyder. Like, stop it, stop it. Superman uh, is a much more multifaceted character than just uh, than just emo boy. Period. And that was just me though. Granted. We saw we saw uh, we saw a lot of good things come out of the Snyderverse post post uh, post Zack Snyder. We got a great Joker film. We got a great we got a really good uh, as as much people we can harp on it a good Aquaman film. Aquaman two coming out, which I'm I'm hopefully yeah. gonna see soon, as well as great Suicide Run, a uh, Suicide Squad. The Batman is for me still the best DC movie out right now. So it is what it is. But go ahead. Um, it should be to pointed out that James Gunn will be partnering with Peter Safran uh, to run DC Studios uh, as co-CEOs, but James Gunn will be apparently the head of creative when it comes to um, the new studio. Uh, this is not, of course, without the CEO of Warner Brothers, David Zaslav, uh, offering yep. the job to a Kevin Feige-like, and that would be Kevin Feige himself. Uh, yep. Kevin Feige respectfully declined to leave Disney and Marvel Studios. Mm-hmm. Instead, be in charge of the MCU instead of the DCU. Uh, but it should be noted too that James Gunn said the the first two people he called after he closed the deal with DC. Number one, he called Kevin Feige, who wished mm-hmm. him the best of luck, and yep. said, you know, they, I, there's no ill feelings. Um, uh, unfortunately, you know, there won't be any new Guardians movies. But I think at the same time, was uh, it's Why been known since day one yeah. that James Gunn only signed on to do three films, was yep. given as a gift, was given the Christmas or the holiday special. Yep. Uh, which, which, by the way, we're gonna we got a trailer this week, and we will we will sh- break it down. I don't care. YouTube can freaking fire our our channel again. I don't give I don't give a shit. We're freaking still gonna play it. Yeah. Um, and I will. We do not own the rights to it. We're gonna let you know ahead of time. Um, yeah. but we know that his time was coming to an end, and that some of the characters might not still be around. Some of the characters might stick around. Well, we won't yeah. know. We won't know until next year. When Guardians Volume Three comes out, but we do know we get the holiday special in mm-hmm. probably about a month, um, yep. and uh, really looking forward to that. Um, like Jr. said, that we got a lot of great films, and a lot of people are speculating that DC Studios is going to just make a lot of standalone films, uh, a lot of Joker, a lot of the Batman's, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, sticking with. Aquaman and Wonder Woman, which both are, I believe, I think this is the final Aquaman movie under contract. Uh, Wonder Woman, I think this is the final one. I think um, they signed up to do three movies with Gal Gadot. Yeah. And, um, Gal is actually, Gal's on break too. She, she doesn't want to, uh, both she and uh, both she and Mar- Margot are on, currently on a break from their roles. They don't, they want to do something else. They want to do something different for at least oh, yeah, the, the, the Warner Brother, uh, the, yeah. the Wonder Woman 3 uh, 
that script for a is while. still a long yeah. way. Uh, I'm, th- I'm thinking it, um, something in 2025. Katie, uh, Jenkins, uh, Patty Jenkins. Yeah. So she's working on it, but um, mm-hmm. no, Gal just had a kid. Uh, Margo's working on a lot of different things. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that Margo, I think, said that she took a little offense to the fact that they hired Lady Gaga to play the new Harley <laughs> Quinn. Um, I mean, but I, I take that for a grain of salt. But I mean, yeah, um, it's, it's, you can't. Uh, Joker is a you when you you can't say anything when the best film to to quite literally win an Emmy or an Oscar you know wants to cast whoever they want to cast like yeah. I got I got a lot of love for Margot and I know that she herself is an Oscar winning actress but the only but quite literally the only movie that that DC has pulled a an Oscar with something that uh, something that uh, I don't think I don't think Marvel has in the sense of like best movie right um they don't have one they were nominated black panther was nominated for best picture um and and then and then we they got uh they got walking phoenix for winning best actor for a dc film and so like hey man do whatever they want they can do that's that is the dream team right now for dc it's it's the walking phoenix and i forgot the director's name who's doing it with them and so them as well as just give give, logan i believe no 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 No, 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 that's not not him. James Mangold's gonna do something else. No, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's another, it's another director, and I forgot his name. But um, what do you call it? As well as Matt Reeves, the one, the one, the first things I want James gonna do. Matt Reeves is Batman. It, yeah, Bat, Matt Reeves, Batman, and get freaking Twilight Boy. You know, get him for the rest of his life. I don't care. I thought he did a great job as as Batman. He did amazing. Maybe not as good as Bruce Wayne, but I mean, like we, he still, he could still be. I mean. The thing about the thing that people tend to overlook specifically with the with the Batman is that they didn't see they didn't see a lot of Bruce Wayne, right? And but like yo, this is basically just off of the you know the last Halloween. This is this is one of those stories of like he, he is, you see you don't see Bruce Wayne, you just see the work. You see Batman, yeah. period. And so it's just more so just how I feel about how like he is going to be. Bruce Wayne somewhere down the line. I feel like he has the charisma to play Bruce Wayne. He had he has the uh the type of aura. He has a jawline. Batman's jawline is amazing. And so that's how I feel about it. Feel uh, Maeve, um going back to your question about the comic books, I don't think that uh Warner Brothers put him put James Gunn in charge of comics like like Disney did with Kevin Feige. When Kevin yeah. Feige uh, merged uh, Marvel Entertainment, Marvel Studios, and Marvel Television into one entity uh, mm-hmm. last year and took over um, the overall um, kind of overseeing the day-to-day operations of the print media, though he's not the editor-in-chief of Marvel of Marvel Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, he does oversee um, some of the creative, yeah. uh, but he does still have someone in charge in, in the form of an editor-in-chief. So there is still kind of a quote-unquote um, uh, Stan Lee in charge. Um, I of the don't know yeah. who the editor, current editor in chief is Jim Lee. Studios. Jim Lee. No, that's DC. DC has oh, Jim Lee it. still in charge of, yeah. of DC Comics, and I think you're perfectly fine with that. Um, right, I just yeah. think that DC Comics as a company um, has just been part of my French a shit show. Yeah. Um, great books. They probably have some of the better books. The problem mm. with DC is they have too many books. And that's the problem with Marvel comics as well. They have too yeah. many books and they need to whittle it down to, um, to the good books. They need to just put out the good titles. 
and eliminate some of the fringe uh, yeah. characters. And the same I thing mean, with I both feel- Marvel. You know, I, I've had the same argument with wrestling yeah. fans. Not everyone deserves to be on WrestleMania. Sorry. I don't care. You could have the most talented roster in yeah. uh, of all kinds. Look at the Attitude Era. Use the wrestling analogy. Look at the Attitude Era. Look at the WrestleManias during the Attitude Era. Not yeah. everybody was on the card. And the same thing goes with DC. The same goes with Marvel. Not every character needs to have a comic book. I feel like too, not just more so that I feel like the the best way to whittle down the quote the quote unquote be uh, not bad comic books but comic books that don't necessarily do great. And here's just here's just the food for that as well. Like people need to buy comic books, just period. They need to buy comic books. If not, comic books are gonna be out the out the drain because DC has been on the negative for the last couple of years. They need another freaking DC rebirth to happen, and that sucks to say because of their continual push. And we were gonna we were I don't want to you know pin us on like us saying we're. A, you know, trying to be woke or whatever, but like, it sucks to say that a lot of the times for comic book, for comic book owners, it's just the old heads. The old heads are the one. The collectors are the ones going to buy comic books. But without them, sadly, uh, they're not the. There's got to be no more stories anymore. You just see a lot. I see a lot of these yeah. books just going in the red because of no one picks them up. And and the reason why no one picks them up because people wait until it goes to six issues or twelve issues, and you get the you get the uh, the uh, we call it the um. The trade paperbacks, which which the majority of younger people do, they want to they want to buy one trade paperback which has six issues, and they go through that. Well, guess what? Sometimes these comic books they don't get to they don't get to like issue three, and they're canceled because people don't buy the single comic books. So I always I will always tell somebody if you love comic books, go to your local go to your local comic book shop and and get a uh, and get a uh, pull, start a pull list and try to do that. Because you, when you have characters like um, I forgot her name. Oh my gosh, it's a newer character that that uh, that came out in in a Batman movie. Oh, in a Batman uh, in DC Comics. She's supposed to have a series out. No one knew about it. No one knew about it. She had like three. She had like three issues, and it got canned because no one bought it. And so it's like, yeah. And then, and, but you still see online people saying that why can't you know why can't there be why can't there be true gay or or binary non-binary characters in comic books? Because y'all don't buy them. Yeah, I think uh, it was, I think it was I think it was either Dreamer because I think she was supposed to have a uh, she was supposed to have a uh, a um, a solo series, but no one bought it. And that's the biggest thing you need to uh, for people for younger for the younger generation that really wants to get into comic books. Right. I will always tell you, go to your local comic book shop, your LCS, start up a comic book, start up a poll and try to yeah. buy comics like that, because it's just, not going to get yeah, to six issues. Yeah. yeah. And, and also. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but just also going back on to like going in to see how we can like cut down the the uh the excess. One, it's always gonna go back to your mainstays, right? Your whoever can write, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, right? That's your big three. That's yep. always gonna be your big three. Those are your that's your big three. That's always gonna it's gonna stay the big three in, in DC. For for Marvel, it's always gonna be Spider-Man. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be spider-man maybe venom maybe someone else right and sadly that's uh, how i think it that they, they, historically i think that they said spider-man is the number one seller far and away because it attracts yeah. the old heads and it gets the new kids in as well yeah. um x-men has always been a go-to and i know yeah. that they're going to go through a massive uh overhang yeah. uh, x-men is going to be a big part of 2023 and we'll talk about that in yeah, the coming okay. months as we get closer to the launch uh maybe a uh, question about wokeism um to put it in a nutshell is we used to call it affirmative action back in the 90s um it's being a it's being awoken being awoke or being woken to or awake to 
social issues. And that's where it started yeah. to is like, hey, America, wake up to this. And yeah. then it evolved into kind of a token phrase mean. of, yeah. oh, became... Disney wants to just do nothing but female superheroes and says, fuck, you know, Iron Man, fuck Captain America, because they're they're men and they're ta- they're, they're um, uh, toxic masculinity. Um, and so that's that's the idea that companies like Disney yeah. is just doing, quote unquote, minority stories, women, yeah. uh, gay, lesbian, transsexual characters black or other people of color characters just which, for the sake yeah. of that which we will That's say yeah which we which we will say nothing wrong with that only the problem is that if it makes when sense do, when they do these stories it, it doesn't last long because it doesn't make sense it comes out as like you know being your chest oh you know i am this or i'm that because yeah, and i'm proud of it but there's no storyline there's no there's no what happens after there's no okay what what's the trauma they try and get past though there's no like what do you bring to the world not only because you are gay or non-binary or or or, uh, or trans how then do you use your platform to better the story and i feel like uh, that's why you know again the my biggest you know point of contention is america chavez People now are all about America Chavez. They weren't freaking buying her back in 2015. Because the book was not good. It exactly. It was not a good book. And again, not wrong with it. Whatever, run with it. Um, that's what you float your boat, but it just was not a well-written book. It was it was terrible. It was a terrible, it was very much the same, like, you know, beat your chest. I am I'm a Puerto Rican uh lesbian, you know, Latin Latinx woman, and I'm basically gonna do everything that Captain America did, but better. That was that was basically it. I'm like, yo, you got you got to have more than that. You got to add more than that. Like, what? Where is, you know, what about culture? What about her? What about you know her culture past this? And so back in 2015, when she only got up to like what nine issues, they canned it. She didn't get yeah. through a full year. Which you, sucks. You, you you bring up a great point. You think that it would sell to because it, there's more attention bringing being brought to social issues. Yeah, you're not wrong. And yeah. and and that's where the fight is on wokeism. And um, the, a lot of the it problem yeah. was is that a go- they tried, yeah, they tried going all in in like 2013 with making Thor a woman, making Captain America black, mm-hmm. uh, making Spider Man black. Mm-hmm. And the problem was is Marvel marketed it poorly because they marketed it just like that. They didn't tell yeah. you that Brian Michael Bendis had this brand new character named Miles Morales, who's actually existed, maybe not canon wise, but existed already in the Marvel Cinematic. It wasn't like Miles Morales was like, poof, oh my gosh, he's magically here. Um, not like Gwenpool, mm-hmm. but um, Miles Morales, they, they wove it. In. Brian Michael Bendis did a great story, and Mar- Marvel just dropped the ball on marketing it. Sam Wilson mm-hmm. was Captain America. They didn't just all of a sudden like we're going to tell a story where Mar- where Sam Wilson was Captain America the whole time. No, they wove it into the story, and then yeah, by far, if you want to read some damn good reading, go read Jason Aaron's Thor and Mighty Four, Mighty Thor from like about two thousand in the window of about twenty thirteen to about twenty sixteen, somewhere there. It was yeah. post um or original sin, yep. um and. Jason Aaron had a two series, two series, yeah, uh, what do you call it? Series, yeah, two, two series run. run. He wrote yeah. Thor, two a uh, two series run, wrote Thor and the Mighty Thor um, with um, uh, Jane Foster as the, as the titular yeah. character, and it was some of the best writing you'll ever read. Yeah. just poorly it, marketed by Marvel as it, like, well, our Thor is, is is a woman now. 
but it was it was it, yeah it made i sense. i feel yeah i feel like a lot of the reasons why a lot of these uh these it a lot of the comics now too feel like feels very performative in my sight in my eyes and i feel like they lose the core ideal of like what is a superhero the main well, the main reason for why Jane Foster's Thor now in retro not just retrospect like now it's so great is because the reason why she was worthy is because even though she had cancer and was going through cancer she still picked up the, she still picked up Mjolnir to go and you know to go and do right by the world granted understanding that Mjolnir and the power that Mjolnir, Mjolnir has given her is doing away the they're doing away the uh, the uh, the the medicine chemo. that takes yeah. The, yeah, the chemo that is basically trying to kill the cancer in her. And so every time she turns to Thor, like she it's she's great, good. but then she takes off it. She the cancer is basically reset, and so just stuff like that is super multifaceted. That was not to be. That was not really seen in in. Uh, that wasn't really seen for me in um, in America. That wasn't really seen for me in in uh, what is it? In a more recent run, Tim's Red Robin run, where he calls it, where they they he made it all, they made an offhand comment by saying that he's bisexual. I'm like cool. Yeah, I saw it a couple years ago, but at the same time, it's like now they put a whole storyline behind it. I'm like, bro, like we all kind of knew this though. We knew I knew that Tim was was by a while ago. He always had a th- he always had a thing with Connor. I'm like, come on, dude. Like just stuff like that. It's um, it's more like you have to build a story around it. Why should we care? Type of stuff. Yeah. And the reason why we care, why I why I feel like too, why I don't care, why I love Call the Rom. Which I'm glad now called around. Who's who was once Aqualad? He's now Aquaman. Uh, the the black, uh, the black the black Aqualad that was originally from Teen Titans. No, no, not Teen Titans. Uh, from Titans in, yeah, from Titans in the TV show that he came out as gay. I I like I knew that was a story. I cared more about Calderon the character, and I'm happy for him now. But I feel like that that was getting lost in the sauce. Like no people that people didn't really. Like that, people wanted to be more formative rather than like have that be a a a a figure in his life or be a pillar in his life where we can weave a story around it. But like that's just I'm hoping that's gonna be to try to tie, to try to tie this all the way back around to DC and DC comics and DC movies. Like I'm hoping that they stick to the core ideal of like what makes a good story. Why do we tell stories? I hope that James Gunn, being the figurehead of that now by making all the moves and all and all the posturing. Now is I'm hoping that he's gonna go back to that where in in case of Marvel they have regressed, kind of like kind of sadly they regressed. Like She Hulk was great, She Hulk was cool, yeah. very performative. Uh, I feel like the the aspects of what what aspect what, what the other past ones, uh, Loki was again Loki had its had its meanderings for me. People, people still diss on Multiverse of Madness. It could done better. Yes, I understand that, and I feel like the uh, the the talk or the the conversations or the quote unquote relationship between uh, between um, uh, Strange and America should have been built better. But yeah, it just feels very performative, man. I'm just hoping they just go back to like what makes the story good. So, yeah. Um, GC Doctor. Uh... Forever on, yeah. on on Twitch. Thank you for watching us on Twitch, by the way. Subscribe because we've got a JR now and I both with PS5s. We're gonna be doing a lot of streaming and we're gonna be playing a lot of superhero games mm-hmm. in the future. I'm gonna probably stream some Miles Morales again, mm-hmm. um, Jedi Fallen Order on the PS5, and then as like I said, there's Gotham Knights. 
and some of these other games that are going to be coming out in, in a few months, we'll be streaming some more. So great question. Why doesn't the comic books do more about real life heroes? Um, two things. One, they have, and they've done well for a quick sell. Hmm. Um, arguably one of the, um, the highest sold comics in the last 30 years was uh, I can't remember what issue it was, but it was an amazing Spider-Man book and it came out in October or the month after September 11th. 11. Yeah. Um, it's the famed nine 11 book. It's a, the, it's an amazing Spider-Man. It's an all black cover. Um, and a hundred percent of the proceeds that Marvel earned from that book went to paying for first responders, uh, medical bills and whatnot. And I think that book actually, um, it's kind of like a pay it forward. I've read stories that when new comic book stores, when com- local comic book stores buy that book hmm. and the person who, like I for example, I saw on comic book men, um, the guy had the book, had it signed by some of the writers and the creators of that book, sold it to, to the, um, to uh, um, secret stash. And the guy the guy, you know, he he had bought it somewhere down the line, spent the money to get it autographed, made mm. hundreds of dollars in the transaction, turned around and donated the money. Then Secret Stash turned around, sold it again when they bought when they got the money, turned around and donated. So this these books, yeah. this book has always been um, a it's a it's a it's a it really truly really, it's a loser book because mm. it has not made any money for anybody. Because yeah. every story you hear about it is the money is turned around, the money I mean, gained off actually, the book is turned around. Yeah. So actually, just go back to his question. I feel like he said like, "What uh, wouldn't be? Wouldn't it make a better comic read if the hero was similar to you more so than like there's no superheroes?" I'm pretty sure there are. There are. Uh, that's, sure that's what I was getting to. There yeah, was. I'm pretty uh, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are comic books where they're like you know there's average persons, right? Not necessarily superheroes, but I feel like because of just like the the um we call it the overall your audience you're trying to attract to is still very much, you know, younger kids, younger kids, young, uh, younger adults where, yeah, they just like, it's ba- comics books are basically a power fantasy. Like just yeah. granted they're power fantasies. And so people want to, you know, dream about, you know, being a little bit stronger than they really are. They want to have like, they want to see these ideals of uh, capitulations of like, you know, what is justice? What is truth? What is, you know, what is honor and all that stuff be in one person. And uh, you got either Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, you know, whatever have you. And so don't, don't get me wrong, though. I'm pretty sure there are comic books where, you know, there are like normal s characters that try to that are, that have are put in situations that are crazy. I'm trying to think of one like, well, real quick before I forget, Amazing Spider-Man volume two issue number 36. It's number mm-hmm. 477 in the legacy run. It came mm-hmm. out in December of 2001. It's an all black cover. It's the 9-11 tribute uh, page. A tribute yeah. book um and uh i do own a copy um and i'll probably no, <laughs> never sell it uh, <laughs> and going back to mave actually don't you don't you don't need to be silent you're chilling just uh i'm just saying you there's such a double standard in comics why why can poison ivy and harley quinn be gay but but suddenly dreamer comes out as a transgender woman and it's a flash mob because again uh there it's like a multifaceted answer to that you got a lot of old heads in the game that are basically that old guards you know they're it's still very toxic like quote-unquote toxic masculine in the comic book space we're like yeah you got a bunch of dudes that like don't or you got a bunch of people that don't want stuff to change 
that don't want this stuff, don't want that stuff. I'm like it's, it's just always gonna be this way, right? The same in the same case too. I'll make this. I will make the assertion that the Marvel fans, the Marvel fans growing up with Phase One, Phase Two, and Phase Three, they're gonna hate the next Marvel run because they're not R.E.J., they're not Chris Evans, they're not you know, uh, they're not yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, they're God. gonna. Yeah, they're gonna bitch complain about. Oh my gosh, I don't want Haley Seinfeld. Haley Seinfeld. I want Clint Barton. I I don't want you know this person. I don't want you know Florence Peak. I want Scarlett. I want Scarlett Johansson. It's basically the exact same thing. You just it just it's these ever these ever occurring circles of life where the old guard is gonna hate anything the new guards put in. And but when it comes to Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, I feel like they're more so okay with that because one, to tell be honest to you, I'm okay with Harley being happy with herself because that girl got you know physically emotionally and and mentally devastated by by being at the hands of joker for damn near what 20 like 30 40 years now when when did it when did the animated series come out the 90s of what x-men no of uh, of uh, batman batman oh early 90s but the same time yeah. as x-men it was both on fox yeah so basically um, yeah uh, first appearance of harley Quinn animated series batman so about yeah about 40 years now and so I'm happy with her just basically being happy, man. If she wants, like, I was always hinted to that she was gay or at least bisexually or at least attracted to sexually attracted to to, to poison ivy. So it's like I, she's she's in with Nightwing. So the the story too about transgender characters is you have to it's a slippery slope. Um, mm-hmm. And and I read maybe I read your your comment before about um, your. Uh, um, sexual orientation mm-hmm. um but i think too is it's such a new issue that no one knows how to write it yeah. yet i feel um, poison ivy thing. i'm gonna call i'm gonna call it what it is yeah um poison ivy and um and 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 i'm um, sorry uh, harley quinn are for a lack of a better term, what they used to refer to as lipstick lesbians. Mm-hmm. Um, both have always been quote unquote hot characters in comic books. Mm-hmm. And in the nineties, that was an attractive notion. So yeah. gay or straight uh, men and female men and women were attracted yeah. to those characters. Yeah. And they've stuck with it. It was controversial in the nineties, whatever you want to say to, attractively drawn cartoon characters who like each other and both are female um you would think people would like that but it was still controversial in the 90s and it has taken nearly 30 years yes atner 30 years um for that to be accepted and you know what they've done with it they've made it entertaining they've made it poignant and they have done a good job at not even kind of shoving it in your face yeah because as much as one side of the aisle says well i i'm not i'm not you know yeah straight people aren't aren't my thing we try not to you know i'm not a big fan of pda and stuff like that so we don't shove it down your throat um what's been great about the harley and poison ivy relationship is it's been just that it's done tongue-in-cheek um by the way if you want to watch some of the best written um <laughs> cartoons in a long time harley watch quinn. harley quinn on hbo max it yeah. is so funny so irreverent and yeah. it de- it dives headfirst into um lgbtq uh, uh they, they got bad just not only that but if you ever want to hear anything like that just just hear this batman going down on catwoman oh yeah it's <laughs> it's it is brutal it's hilarious 
Um, and season three just went bucket. Bucket. Um, yeah, it's great. They threw yeah. the rules out the window, yeah. and uh, Kaylee Cuoco as Harley Quinn is really everything good. we needed in the character. Really, really good. Yeah. And, and, and I, don't get me wrong, I would love for her to play it in live action um, yeah. and have a multiverse of of Harley Quinns. Um, I will. I will say this too. I will say this too. Going back to the the depiction of like story, right? Yeah, we again, like I just, yeah, I go back to what you say, Matt. No one knows how to write it yet because they're, no. they're, when you're dealing with comic books, right? When you're dealing with just like, with like literature in general, man, you, you and when people, and you have a lot of quote unquote performative people that want to say, well, why, why don't we have this story? Why don't I have this story? Because there aren't people writing it yet. Sadly, like that's how it is. Like maybe there are people writing it, but they're, they haven't been given the proper platform for it. And so when we talk about like, you know, no one knows how to write it yet, I also harken back to like when, you know, back in the back in the early seventies and sixties, when they finally, when they, when anyone made anything about you know black superheroes, right? It was very token, super token, super token, uh, super token black characters, right? It took them quite literally what until the eighties to make someone at least more relevant. And in the case of black, uh, in in the case of uh, uh, Falcon, and so again, you have these, you have these trans. Granted, now like we're in the early two thousand twenties now, and so. You know the transgender, the transgender issue, even the transgender, uh, the transgender like rights and and issues that have come up in the last ten years now. People are saying, "Well, why haven't this been done now?" Like, well, because it's still relatively new. It's yeah. been quite literally like, like we've had. It, it's taken us quite literally sixty years to have proper black films since, the, like, the civil rights movement happened sixty years ago, almost sixty years ago, and it's taken us about that time to have like properly good films of like proper decent black history. And so it's like, it's it's one of those things, man. Like, do you want performative or do you want true, honest? You know, you know what is what is your character? And I feel like a lot of a lot of stories now that talk about, oh yeah, it's great to be gay, it's great to be LGBTQ and queer and trans, it's great to be this and that. Like, that's performative, dude. That's that's like being your chest. Like, yeah, that's, that's for me. It's the same thing. Like, yeah, it's great to be white. It's great to be this. It's great. It's great to be Asian. Like, okay, show me reasons why. Show me why your struggle. Show me why your struggle is is the reason why you're going forward every single day. You see that in Jane Foster's run. You see that in the. You freaking even see that in unworthy Thor, where Thor is dealing oh with gosh. the. When Thor is dealing with what a with his, great miniseries that yeah. was. We, we're oh my deal, god, we, was that good? De- yeah, and who so like, that, it, by the way, is that Jason Aaron? Jason too? Aaron. Jason Aaron. Oh and so like, for for those who don't know, yeah, after, uh, after the unworthy, un- after Thor lost his, lost Mjolnir, right? He was unworthy. He's going through this this stage of like, okay, my masculinity is gone from me. How do I deal with myself? How do I do my How do I deal with my trend thoughts and my and my my being basically? How do I deal with being with being me now? And so you have him just constantly go through like this realm of like, who am I now? An identity crisis, basically. And so it's just stories like that where it takes a truly introspective, a truly introspective like look at the character. Granted, I understand we are living in a world filled with ADHD, everybody. And so it's people are more so looking at check marks than you know looking at like full-on pages of story. It's like that's what the story is what's gonna keep a character true and honest. And I and that's what I feel too, man. Like what Jane Foster came out. Came out in 2013. It took them this long. It took people this long to give her any credit. Not the not the not the live action version. They're still trying to get it there. But like it's taken us this long to give Jane Foster Thor credit, <laughs> right? J- Jason oh, yeah. Aaron. Jason Aaron did that, and as well as as well as 
Um, oh my gosh, dude, help me out here. Uh, Black Panther, the the prolific Arthur uh, uh, Black Panther. Tanahashi Coates, right? It's taken us so long for the Black Panther for to, to truly give Black Panther any credit past the 90s and 2000s and to understand that, okay, this is a truly introspective character where, yes, Black culture is in it and the, and the culture of like a person in, in, uh, in a high position of power. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with that dichotomy? And so it's, here we are, dude. Tanahashi uh, Coates, you need, you need credible, not just writers, but credible writers good writers that play the long game to truly make a great character or maybe even just a passionate writer that wants to do this one project right and so for for uh, <laughs> brian michael bendis back in the day before he's let's not talk about him i'm, I'm still pissed off at, i'm still freaking pissed off at him for what he did with superman right like we just like super sons came out the, the anime series that just came out like last week and i'm missing jonathan as a as a 10 year old boy who's trying he's trying to have like these awesome stories with damien with Damien, they aged him up. They aged up my boy, made him bisexual, right? Not, did not give him the reason why he was bi bisexual, right? Or give us at least an inclination of why we how we can go into that story of why it's okay to be bisexual, and just gave him a gay, a gave him a gay uh, a gay Asian boyfriend. Yeah. Hey, real quick, kind of go back real quick. Uh, Maybe you had some questions. What would be uh, good books for you? Um, to with what you put in the comics and i'm not going to uh, put those on blast but mm -hmm. um for what you were asking for i uh, can't go with wrong with deadpool um mm -hmm. i think he really speaks to go with me what other character has been i mean always i know he's man he's a man but what other character other than loki has identified as everything everything has been wade wilson um yeah, yeah he's a, he's poly everything he's so just like how bad at Haas? I don't. I mean, I, don't yeah. I will. I mean, I mean, I mean anything I mean, that walks. Um, I mean, yeah, he's, well -written. I mean, he's always been a well-written character. He's he's a is, epic kind of character. Yeah, he, um, that's good too. I I will say, Aaron's run with the Thor. Anything yeah. Thor, Thor, Mighty Thor, Unworthy Thor, great. Gwenpool, fun, dumb character. That's just there's nothing. Yeah, it, it's just fun and there's nothing controversial about it but she loves everybody and uh, if you he, read it you'll get it yeah here and for my actually for it to, to to piggy off this quite piggyback off this question for a g uh for gzdr for ev right uh for that like guess normal character yeah. right something's killing the children yeah something's killing the children boom comics man as well as james Hinian's books with uh oh uh, I think it was uh, another James Tenyon books. He's doing uh, House on the Lake, I think, for DC. Right, that's a creepy freaking book, dude. He James Tenyon is probably the right now one of the best like comic book horror writers. Yeah, he is amazing. To piggyback on this, to to bring it to a pop culture, uh, too, is go on to um on to marvel section uh of disney plus and go to their originals they actually did a series it was on kids um called i think it was called marvel real heroes or something like that or marvel heroes and they talk about kids who are living day to day with real issues um albeit maybe uh, um handicaps or physical um, um issues uh mm -hmm. or, or mental health issues and they actually write a comic book about those 
yeah. people in real life. And I think they talk about it in that series. They talk about that Marvel has done quote unquote real hero books. Mind you, Marvel yeah. back in after World War II, when superheroes and because of the comic book code went away, they wrote two, they wrote um, a bunch of different comics. They didn't write superheroes. They wrote yeah. uh, horror movie, horror novels. That's where you Marvel had like movies. Werewolf by Night and stuff like yeah. that come out. They used they to write war novels. They used mm-hmm. to write. Um, that's where like um, Millie the Maid or whatever it was called, or they had, they had those weird kind of uh, fringe characters yeah. in the the fifties, uh, the, the, the the early fifties yeah. and the and the late fifties and, and early sixties before like X Men Spider Man. Um, also, too, um, Jay Atner brought up a good point too. Yeah, you're walking on thin ice with certain topics, one slight thing, and, uh, and we can all go to hell. Uh, Tanahashi Coach um, walked a thin line with completely, completely redoing Wakanda and Black Panther. Yeah, and what happened? Oh, he brought was brought on as a um, consultant on Black mm-hmm. Panther, the third highest grossing film of all time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so. Kind of back to uh, yeah, just try and go back to James Gunn and like, here's what we're hoping specifically for DC, is that we go back to stories, stories that matter. So I'm hoping for a proper run of Cassandra Cain, right? My bat, my favorite Batgirl, right? They butchered my girl in in uh, in Birds of Prey. They butchered the hell out of her, right? So I want a proper representate a proper representation of a strong ass Asian Asian woman, right? Who is yes disabled? He's she's mute. So check that off the freaking checkbox. She can also take. She can also kick, uh, kick all three Bat Boys' asses at the same time, or four, four actually, because you yeah, include Damien in there, right? The only person she uh, that uh, Batman has said on comics saying that yeah, she probably could take him. So I want her done properly. Oh, you just you just completely jogged my memory too. Going back to recommending comic, uh, David Max run of Daredevil with the introduction of Echo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. great run, great artwork, great writing, great character development. Um, yeah. and you have a character that again, um, really doesn't have their sexual orientation, um, discussed. It just allows the character to be free flowing, just be, yeah. be whatever she wants to be. Um, and American and badass, she's, dude. she's uh, mute, um, and she's indigenous Yep. And she fights against every stereotype and, and just yep. a, a real, really well run, written, developed, and, and, and great artwork, too, by the way. Just It just came to me when you mentioned um, Cassandra Kane. Um, yeah, Cassandra, so, who else? Who else is great? Uh, a proper Nightwing would be great. Grant, the biggest himbo of all comics. The biggest himbo of all comics is 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 Dick Grayson, a.k.a. Nightwing. He is the biggest himbo. Um, I also would love a proper... proper Run to hmm, what are you doing? a good Justice League. Well, well and I mean, it should be noted too that the second phone call that James Gunn made after signing his deal with um with DC, and of course, it was probably after a lengthy conversation with Kevin Feige, was he called mm-hmm. John Cena? And um, John Cena, uh, absolutely nailed Peacemaker. Yes, he and did. you talk about a guy in the form of James Gunn who's able to take fringe characters. And make them um, big hitters. Uh, so you want you want to talk about un- under uh, you know trying to unpack baggage of history, bro. You want to talk about John Cena's peacemaker, whose dad is a is a uh, I forgot it was Nazi. a Nazi or KK. Yeah, it was a Nazi, right, bro? And try to unpack that and try and be a better person. Come on now, 
No, you're right. Now. KKK. KKK. It was KKK. So, so like, yeah, yeah because there's anything, any difference really, but <laughs> I know basically they're both pieces of shit, but like, I'm just saying like, yo, like James Gunn's the guy granted. Yeah. He did some, some cringe shit when he was younger. Right. He did some, he did some cringe LR stuff, which we all have done. Right. I'm hoping that now one. Oh, here's my best one. Actually. Here's my best one. I want them to do another suicide squad or something, something that similar in that fashion, but with rat maker, with, with rat catcher too. I love her. The, the 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 actress who played Ratcatcher, dude, I freaking love her. I want her in everything. She's doing a couple movies now, which I'm like, oh yes, she's doing, she's doing great. I want I want her to be not the face, but like I want her to be one of the biggest reasons why people come back to watch DC films because her character was amazing. I loved her in that. Um, real quick before we move on to more Marvel stuff, uh, uh, GZ Doctor Forever from uh, Twitch. Um, you know, they've done that by switching, um, universes. And I think that's really kind of helped with the storytelling is making, um, characters, the same character and just making it slightly different. You know, um, you have the, the, what if, um, continuity of, you know, of multiverses where you take the exact same character and you make it slightly different by making them make a different choice. It's kind of like, you know, they always say like, if a butterfly, um, Flaps its wings, you know. Does the Great Wall of China fall down? You know, do, you know stuff like that. You know, mm. um, if they make one subtle change, does it change the entire world? And the other other side of the coin, when it comes to um, the multiverse, you have different ethnicities, you have different um, mm. races, gender uh, types. We saw that no better, no different than with Loki. You met the the court of Loki's in the season from, uh, I think the second to the last episode of the season where you have a middle-aged black man, a young white person, a alligator, an older white man, a white mm -hmm. female, and Lord knows how many other variations of Loki there are. And yeah. now we're probably going to see a form of the, uh, of the cult of uh, the court of Kings, which we're going to play here in just a second. We're going to play the Ant-Man trailer. Um, we are. Okay. Yes, we are. Um, fuck Disney. Bring it on. Sue me. We're not making any money off this podcast. Um, so I, I I see your argument like let's money. make the character quote a, uh, no, just make I, Superman black for the sake of black Superman. No, they tell a different story. They didn't you know they, they can call him Clark Kent, they can call him something different. Um here's I'm trying to cut I'm not trying to cut you off or anything. No, but like, in, in this reasoning too, like again, you have to understand you when you look at these stories, is it performative? Or is it with a with a, with a heart of saying no? Actually, like we really want to tackle this and like understand why this quote unquote you know color swap is featured, right? There is a black Superman, Earth two black Superman. My, that, that's my, what I'm saying. There's a multiverse version and an Asian there, one too. There, yeah, there is. There, yeah, there is an Asian one. There is an Asian one. He's actually in mainline, mainline, uh, mainline DC right now too. Isn't there a Russian one too? Wasn't there, a, or maybe it was a version in an alternate universe where Clark Kent Red, became a, a Red communist? Suns, Red Sun Superman, yes, that that is one of the more famous stories too. And so it's it's also I feel like a lot of the uh, the color swap or like you know the wokeism today, right? That conversation is that just one. It's just a super super like like super divisive feel right now in everything, right? When people think, when people say, well, just this whole aspect. To go back to the the Ariel comment, right? The, the little mermaid. The little mermaid comment. Oh my god, she's black now, right? Like, okay, like the the main reason why they went with that is because it's the is the actress who's playing her, 
is a great singer, an amazing singer. She can sing, sing, mm-hmm. right? That was one of the reasons why she did it. One of the also the reasons too is like they they have to make something a lot more. Uh, they have to make something a lot more like have to do with the story, right? Specifically, I have no clue where the, where the hell they got to go with Ariel. The only thing that I do know is that they they chose her because she fits the bill of singing. What they what Disney has done in the wrong terms of that sense too, though, is that just I just hate the fact that they're currently just constantly doing live action stuff because yeah. regardless if they do it properly. Emma Watson, Beauty and the Beast, it's still freaking trash. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson, even though I love her and everything else, it's is not trash. Good. It's, it's trash. trash. Absolute freaking trash. Why? She can't sing. <laughs> so, in that opinion, right, the, why I feel like what they got, what Disney was doing with Little Mermaid is that they like they finally got someone that can freaking sing, right? And people are going to say, well, why can't they find a red-headed person that can sing? Well, maybe because the red-headed person that will sing, that can possibly sing, wasn't uh, wasn't vetted yet. We don't know. This. I don't know this stuff. When it comes to stories, though, when it features other, other like, color swaps, per se, you have to give me a reason to care. That's the biggest thing. What's the story behind it? Why did you have to do this thing? And so, like, the stories of, like, uh, the stories of like color shopping or like switching out, you know, what, that's the same conversation we have with like with legacy characters. Why do we have four fucking Robins in the span of 80 years? Say well, you have to give me a reason why I should care about about uh, Tim Drake. Why should you give me you should give me a reason why I should care about, I care about Damian Wayne's a story. People fucking hated my favorite Robin. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to I it's me even though he's my fucking favorite. I forgot his name right now. He's Red Hood. It's it's after it's after Dick Grayson, Tim Drake. No, 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 no. That's the third one. It's uh Jason Todd. Jason Todd. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. But people fucking hated Jason Todd because again, the old guard they wanted they wanted uh uh, Dick Grayson. They hated Jason Todd to the point where they got him killed. So again, you have to give me a story of why I should care. So it's the same thing about the color. It's it's the same thing about like you know, quote unquote, like unless they're blatantly, blatantly, blatantly doing it right. Right, like it's this, like if, like if Superman, right? If if they casted another Superman, right? <laughs> if they casted a whole another Superman, and and you know, it, it let's say it's it just Elba, right? Yeah, right. And they made it, and they put him in the shoes of Superman, still going, still uh, making out with uh, the same Lois Lane that's played by um my gosh, what's her name? Who's the one that plays Lois Lane? In Man of Steel. Okay. Oh, um, <clears throat> Amy Adams. Amy Adams, right? Then I'll have a problem. Like, you're trying to say, you're trying to tell me the exact same story with a person, right? The exact same, quite literally the same story, but this time it's like literally a different version. Unless it's yeah. some crazy bizarre world episode, I don't know what's going on. That's the type of latent stuff I want. I, I I hope they rectify. And I don't think anybody brought this up, but I know I've heard it in the past. Is like, oh, like with what if? Why did they have to make Star Lord black? They didn't make Star Lord black. They made Star Lord T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened that the he Ravagers the were looking. Universe. They were looking for um, uh, Peter Quill. Yep. They got lost because they got their 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 equipment was distorted by the vibranium of Wakanda. They find mm-hmm. this child who's just as lost as Peter Quill was, and yep. they grab him, and it's a different. All of a sudden, boom! It's a different story. They didn't make Star Lord black; they made Star Lord T'Challa, who yeah. happens to be a black character. Um, mm-hmm. It would be different if Star Lord was black because it was a black Peter Quill. 
Um, it would be just... it. It would we would we would be definitely in some weird conversations if we made the king of Wakanda start uh freaking uh Peter Quill. That would be a conversation to have. That would be super like whoa, what the hell is going on there? Um, and it should be pointed <laughs> out too that much like the the rebirth of the reboot of Blade, mm. uh, having T'Challa as Star Lord or as Star Lord actually is what got Marvel to greenlit a what if animated series because. Chadwick Boseman went to Kevin Feige and says, I got this idea. Why don't we tell the story of the Ravagers finding me instead of Peter Quill? Not that I have anything wrong with Peter Quill. Not that I have everything wrong with Chris Pratt. Not that I have everything, anything done. I love James Gunn's Guardian of the Galaxy, Mm -hmm. but I just am passionate about this. Let me, and he presented the story. He basically wrote the story of what if episode one and Kevin Feige's like, uh, this is awesome. And it was. It was a great story. It was, an, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it wasn't episode one. I think it was like episode like three. two or three. Yeah, like three um, or four. But uh, what a great story that was. And of course, it inevitably was the last piece of work that Chadwick Boseman did before he passed away. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, I don't think he ever got to see it finished um, because of the COVID-19 um, pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we could talk about this. We we've talked about this in the past. Go back and watch our or and listen to our our, our America Chavez story, yeah. our America, America Chavez episode. Uh, yeah, I don't know how that episode doesn't have the most downloads of all of our show because we we talk about wokeism. We always yeah. go back to it. It doesn't just sell. Doesn't sell. Doesn't and it doesn't sell, sell on both sides of the bar. You had America Chavez, the editor on the book was was gay. The writer was gay. The art were, the artist was gay. Um, and they promoted it quite literally bottom, and it quite just, literally the gayest comic of all time. And it just One of the gayest wasn't well written. America yep. Chavez is a great character, and it has nothing to do with her sexuality. It has mm-hmm. to do with everything that she is a great character who happens to be Puerto Rican. I know there's a uh, uh, loose retcon a the last couple of years. Um, yeah. Uh, there's loose uh, canon to what her mm-hmm. actual or, or nationality is, but what's not argued is that she is an openly gay woman in mm-hmm. the comic books, and so were her parents, even in the in the movie and in the comic books. Yep. Um, but there's nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that. It just wasn't important to the character. Um, and when people found out, they're like, "Oh, cool! This is a cool character who happens to be gay. Cool." Yeah. What, what matters okay more? But when yeah, you we'll... make it the other way around and you go like, we have this super cool character, we're going to make her gay. No, it just so happened that they had always, it was always in the canon of America Chavez that that's what she was. She was an openly yeah. gay woman. Um, yeah. So again, go back to our, our America Chavez. It's like in season one, like one of the first yeah. five or 10 episodes that we recorded. So it's just um, it's just more so what pisses me off is that the amount of people who 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 love this type of performative stuff right that wanted to have this as a checklist if they bought the fucking comic dude comics would be the best-selling things right now bro i'm it telling you up, right now it would be up there with like fucking like you would have you would have black panther or num- number one actually it has it has been the best uh, a new york times bestseller but you would have like shit like fucking when 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 uh when with Tasha Honey did Captain America, yeah. Tasha Honey oh, coached. yeah, it was a did great Captain run America. too. Tanahashi coached doing Captain America it was a great run. If if people who were onto that performative shit right and wanted wokeism right and read Tanahashi's run on Captain America, that that run of his would have been number one bestseller in New York. 
But guess what? People don't read this. Sh- people don't li- actually read this shit. They don't pick it up day one, man. It's just it's a lot of these things where like if comic books were if people were passionate about like wanting representation and actually paying for it, comic books wouldn't be fucking dying right now. No, and it, it is. It's really it's dying, there are some, there's some great stories out there. And um, I think it's going to go through a lull here and it's going to come back. Um, we're gonna need another. We're gonna need another rebirth. We're gonna need another fucking Marvel now again for the fucking like no, fifth goddamn not. time reboot. I don't in, need any next more five, number ones. I don't Bro, need any more number ones. Like how many? How many? Okay, just real quick. How many times do they fucking reboot Captain Marvel? Too many times. Four times. Too many times. That's just Four. with Carol Danvers. Yes. Um. And by the way, they didn't make uh Miss Marvel Asian. Um. The, the, it was a new character created. No, no, no. no. Um, he's he's saying what he. I think he was saying that specific thing. What would an Asian Miss Marvel story entail? Honestly, the one of the biggest reasons why the Miss Marvel one of the best selling points for why she was white she is now is because she was is because she was yeah. uh she's a uh, Pakistani, right? That was the biggest reason. I would love for an I would love for them to finally fucking reveal Amadeus show, the first Which Asian Hulk. Technically, they did, they, but. But like they don't care about them. Like they yeah. all like Marvel doesn't fucking care about age about Asian male characters. They don't. They fucking don't. And they, and don't give me fucking Shang Chi. Shang Chi wasn't the main character of his own movie. Again, it was his sister. Fight me on that shit. I've been talking about that shit for fucking a while. I'm an Asian man, right? They don't Marvel DC. I, Marvel don't give a shit about fucking Asian characters, bro. About Asian men. Um, they want Asian women. They don't want Asian men. I still like Jimmy Woo. Asian Jimmy Woo is awesome. I mean, bro, bro, no, like, no, no. I, I'm a, I'm gonna go on my fucking Asian rant, dude, again, oh, bro. No, you, I'm gonna go, on. I'm gonna go on my fucking Asian male rant about how again Marvel is doing this fucking. They're trying to invert wokeism and trying having like, oh no, all these Asian women look women strong, Asian women. Nah, dude, it's the same fucking Asian fetish bullshit you've had for the last 60, 70 years. You all you want is Asian women. That's all you want. That's all you wanted for it. That's all y'all wanted when you fucking when you fucking ran towards towards Vietnam, dog. That's all you fucking wanted, bro. You don't want our men because you don't care about the men. You see then you see then Shang Chi. He's the you weakest motherfucker. Blow water all over my computer on that one, bro. It's the it's the truth, man. You want woke? There's woke, bro. You don't give a f- Marvel doesn't give a f- Disney doesn't give a fuck about Asian men. You know how I know this? You know how I fucking know this? Look at look at fucking look, again. Look at fucking uh, was it uh, Mulan, bro? Look at all the men there, all the s- supposed great men, right? Legendary actors back in China, in Hong Kong cinema, legends, fucking legends. Abs- the way they did Jet Li, fucking broke my heart. You made wow. him. In, you made him fucking. Emasculated, infantile, like really? You don't take the granddad like that? Disney don't give no. Disney doesn't give a shit about Asian men, dude. But they give a damn. But they give a damn about China because they want that Chinese money. But they don't give a shit about Asian men. Well, we'll see what happens with Shang Chi two whenever that does hit theaters um, or goes into production. What they do? I I thought they did a great job with Shang Chi. Um, and and you're not wrong. I mean, Shang Chi has had a has had a resurgence in the comic books. Um. The last couple of years with a with a solid run, but yeah, again, again, Shang Chi the movie, great. Shang Chi the character, stop it. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll see stop what, what happens. Um, 
Speaking of Agent Jimmy Woo, where did he make his premiere in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? You guess it. Ant-Man and the Wasp did a mm-hmm. great job with some comic relief. So let's talk a little bit about a guy who people bitched about because ooh, King the Conqueror is not black. We don't know what the fuck he is. He has a blue face in the comic books. Who cares, dude? He's fucking awesome. He well, not, you know he... I do care about? I do care about Jonathan Majors. Let's talk. Let's yeah, watch Ant-Man awesome, and man. the Wasp. Quantumania, the first trailer. You got the idea? I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at X-Con. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. People still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. Mm. Like a satellite for deep space, but Quanta. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. I love Catherine Newton. Turn it off. Now! There's something I never told you. This place. It isn't what you think. (laughs) I can get you home. And give you more time. If you'd help me. There's your boy. So, what's it gonna be? Batman. Not own the rights to this to February 20, 17, 2023. We don't own the rights. 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 Um, uh, but dude, like, again, there's a lot of, uh, I just, I, there's a lot, there's always going to be good karma you can build up, right? With, uh, with people, right? And if you build that good karma, people are more lenient to, like, to give you a pass to certain things, right? I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of James Gunn slash, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy in this movie, in the trailer. But at the same time, I'm giving it a pass because Ant-Man, as a franchise by itself, has been generally really good. Granted, mm-hmm. yes, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was kind of like lackluster, and but I'm still happy that Ghost is going to be in the in the MCU. Yeah, but I still, like, it's yeah, it's still giving me a lot of good, uh, a lot of good karma for to to, to have faith in the in the movie, man. And that and Jonathan freaking Majors, man. Again, just. Dude, get, pay that man as much freaking money as you freaking can, and let him let him do his Thanos run for the next ten years, bro. Like, and, and they they, they, they really—it sounds like they're planning on it. Um, yeah. it should be noted some fan theories about 
uh, Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania is that Kang uh, the Conqueror is not the big bad in this movie. That the big bad we haven't seen hmm. because it was announced at San Diego Comic Con that Modoc is going to be in Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania. I think Modoc is the big bad. And it's a possibility that we're going to see an amalgamation of MODOK that really and truly what MODOK really is, is, um, uh, what's his name? Darian Cross, who played Yellow Jacket. Yes, right. um, In in, uh, Ant-Man 1, that he was sucked into the quantum realm and that he, because you see him kind of collapse in on himself, that he becomes MODOK and that that is the big villain and that Kang can't conquer Modok, and so he needs the help of Ant-Man and um, and that the person that Janet Van Dyne is talking about where she's I haven't told you about my time in the Wantima that she's interacted with Kang the Conqueror and there's a possibility that Janet Van Dyne and Kang the Conqueror were lovers in the quantum realm during that what 30 years uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's, so who knows? It, it's it's weird. Yeah, and and that's one of the fan theories. Yeah, it's one of the fan theories, and I feel like that's pretty. I can't say plausible, but like, it's not without. It's not. It's not out of the realm of like possibility, right? Because people are gonna, ultimately people are gonna say well, like how, you know how how does that make sense, right? Kang is a new character. How's in thirty years type of stuff, right? Bill Murray and man, yeah, I I, I want to know that too. I feel like I'm super curious about that because people yeah. are also saying that he's the villain. Hmm. that'd be pretty interesting but yeah going back to like like the whole time theory and within what how time is an mcu in general right it's freaking weird period time is weird and so like if for those who have caught up in loki right the second that uh the uh not kang but the one who remains right that's his technically his he name. remains he remains right when he died the second he died quite literally all of the multiverse kind of spawned off it right was created. And, and, and was already created right was already created and so that could possibly happen they just gotta like again they gotta make the they gotta make a proper story to make it have sense because again you're gonna still have kids you're gonna have kids looking at this movie saying what the hell is happening here right because yeah. you're they're dealing with a lot of when they when i said it before when they deal with multiverse when they deal with like higher level concepts of like of space time of like history like full-on like the the, the scope of a freaking like god realm type of shit right of yeah. omniscience and all that stuff it's not gonna make sense to like. I'm not saying I'm not saying Marvel, Marvel moviegoers are laymen, but I just like it's gonna be harder to grasp when you're trying to teach like why Janet Van Dyne, why in the 30 years she's been gone, ha- might be lovers with somebody whose character was introduced quite literally last year, <laughs> right? And so it's it's gonna be weird toss up again. It's, it's gonna have to fall on who is a proper writer. Who is the proper like not writer but like the screenwriter for this one? Yeah, is gonna show up properly. Going back to going back to the other cast members though, I'm still, I'm still. You know me. I talked about it before. Uh, Kate, uh, Catherine Newton, she's awesome. I loved her in Supernatural. Yes. Right, loved her. Loved her in Supernatural. She was in I think uh, another movie. I forget what other movies were. The she most was in recent Detective Pikachu. She was in Detective Pikachu. Thank you. Uh, she was also in. Uh, <laughs> she was also in Bad Teacher. I remember that. Remember, I think that was one of the first movies I seen her. She was a. Uh, she bad teacher with uh with uh Cameron Diaz and Cameron Diaz. uh Cameron Diaz and Justin Timberlake. She was one of the students there. That's what I remember that's what I remember her first movie from. 
And it still gave me a hard time to like see her as Cassie. Granted, all the other actors that played Cassie had like maybe one one movie at most to play Cassie. So I would I, I was still I felt like more convinced of the Cassie who played the, the actress who played Cassie in the in Endgame. Grant's Endgame was a full on ro- oh, <laughs> emotional roller coaster for me. So maybe Absolutely. that's the reason why I, maybe that's the reason why I I love the actress more because because Endgame was a great movie, but yeah, that was just toss up, man. I'm, Catherine Newton though, she can act her ass off. She's she's great. I loved her in Supernatural, uh, and so I'm I'm willing to give her a shot. Willing to give her a shot. As am I. I was a little disappointed mm-hmm. that they didn't give the the young lady from Endgame a second chance, some, but I think you know, knowing you know I, I'm I'm a um, I'm a businessman. And, and I know that um, the reason behind Catherine Newton being uh, being Cassie Lang and, and being a stature, let's call it, let's call it what it is. She's going to play stature. Yeah. Um, it's just that you need someone who's got longevity and maybe they weren't willing to um, give, uh, yeah. give um, that young Kathy. lady whose you know, name eludes me at this time. Yeah. A, a chance for a, a long-term goal. Maybe she didn't have yeah. the. Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, granted too. Like, I I remember watch. I remember doing a little bit of research. I forgot her name as well. Uh, but like the the actress who who played Cassie in Endgame, she is now nineteen. Right. In yeah. my mind, right, I'm thinking like, all right, cool. If if uh, if she's gonna be the future Wasp, right. And yeah. a longitude, and they're and Marvel is still again doing this whole thing where like they're trying to get new Avengers, young Avengers, right? Because the yeah. character is a new y'all because the new wasp is in young Avengers, right? You want younger actresses and actors, yeah. so she's in that range of like, okay, she's she's close to Haley Steinfeld, she's close in age to Haley Steinfeld, she's close to age in Florence Puig, right? So they might do a movie together, and then I see like, okay, but Caitlin, but uh, but Catherine Newton is a lot more closer, she's 25, I think, like 24, 25. And so it's still like around that age of like, okay, these actors are now you can probably see them, you know, you know, spearheading the new, I don't know, movies, the new team up they can possibly do in the next three, four years. And not only that, but they're younger. They are not, I can't say the most well-known actress or act actor, actress out of all the younger stars right now, I think would be Haley Stonfield, right? With Florence P following her pretty closely. So you look at the biggest thing, budget. Like how how much can you afford these actresses, actresses and actors, legitimately, to to fund a movie and also fund a movie. So it's gonna. I understand that aspect, man. I was kind of still hoping for that girl though, for the actress who played Cassie in, in Endgame. But hey, we got oh, Catherine's great. I. Yeah, Catherine's great though. So absolutely, and I think she's a more marketable person long term. Yeah. Um. Well, if you saw the original post that we did on, on YouTube and stuff like that earlier, we'd mentioned that it was going to be, um, I want, um, we promised you trailers, trailers, and more trailers. Uh, well, JR, we, we, we have another trailer that came out <laughs> this week. I don't know if you saw this. I did send it to you. I don't know if you saw it. You are a very busy man. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we do have another trailer to play for you. Let me set it up for you. Is it the um, Wakanda trailer? If it is, I no, don't want. We, we'll play that. I will play that for you. Um, you I brought. I don't want our stuff taken down. <laughs> well, oh, me. 
I'm gonna go one more time. Okay. Because okay, okay. this is hilarious. Okay. In oh. less than in less okay. than a month, this is coming out. It is right. another Marvel right. Studios special yeah. presentation. I remember it I is remember. the uh mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. This is gonna be a lot of fun. Let's watch. We don't own the rights. We don't own the rights. We don't own the rights. We definitely do not own the rights. I might just talk over it because you know it. Uh, hopefully, the al- yeah, I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time By for the way, with the Mohawk. Like Christmas. Oh, yeah. But Peter's yeah, so right. sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a really wonderful oh, Christmas yeah. gift, it would make him happy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the last time we'll see Drax. Something special you will never forget. Well, one special. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. We're looking for the legendary Kevin Bacon. I just said that, Drax. If your voice is small and mousy, I think maybe he didn't hear you. Oh, I'm Drax, I'm missing. You're coming with us as a Christmas present. Oh, God. I'm Groot. Groot needs to cycle off, bro. I know. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Um that's amazing. Let's, let's tell the story that is about amazing. Let's tell the story about um first off why before the the haters are gonna hate, let's let's talk about why it's called the holiday special. It has nothing to do with <laughs> about being woke and not calling it Christmas. Let's go back to the late 70s, early 80s, and George Lucas doing an absolutely abysmal made-for-TV movie called Star Wars, a holiday special. James Gunn has been pitching an idea to Kevin Feige since he took over Guardians of the Galaxy, saying, let me do a holiday special. Calls Calls it just like that. And Kevin Feige keeps telling him that the name holiday special has a negative connotation especially amongst nerd culture because of the star wars uh holiday special (laughs) and james gunn falls up with i know let me do a fucking (laughs) holiday special and so literally at the as jr has always (laughs) eloquently put it the info dump in -hmm. december of 2020 kevin feige says james gunn here it is hoss you get the guardians of the galaxy holiday special do whatever it is you want. And when he said, I'm filming it back-to-back with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, fans were like, yes, Mm -hmm. we're finally going to do justice to the name Holiday Special. And that's the story behind it. It's not meant to be woke. It's not meant to be anti-Christian. It's not supposed to be anti-Christmas. It's literally what it has been, is James Gunn is paying homage, yet poking fun, at George Lucas and the Star Wars holiday special from the yep. late eight, from the late seventies, and yep. I can't wait for it. I I just oh, like dude. it on the name alone. And yeah, no, it, it's it's awesome to me because of like one, this this will probably be our last time seeing that freaking crew. Mm-hmm. That's one of the last time. Like as I I got love for Chris Pine. He's getting a lot of backlash in the last couple of years for some for saying some stuff that honestly shouldn't have gotten fucking canceled, right? Uh, as well as well, people also wanted to hate on him because, like, he uh, he divorced 
I forgot. Uh, I forgot her name. She was in a scary movie. Anna Ferris. Anna Ferris. Chris Pratt, not Chris Pine. He's a Chris Pine. Yes, yes. Chris Pine's two is also amazing. He's awesome. I love him too. But Chris Pratt, yeah, it was the last time we got to see Chris Pratt. And uh, but Chris Pratt, he uh, people got shit on Chris Pratt because of like, like yeah. the things he said right about religion, or about you know being religious as well as you know him divorcing Anna Ferris and uh, going with somebody else. I forgot who else. But yeah, they're kind of just continuing shutting him. You know, it's gonna. But like for me, dude, it's, it's the last time we're gonna see Chris Pratt. Period. He did a great he he did a great job as as Star Lord. Uh, yeah. He man, like it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. It's gonna suck, you know, not having basically Guardians of the Galaxies and and like going forward. Maybe they will be. Maybe I don't know how that's gonna look like. We're gonna have a bunch of fans gonna like. We're gonna have a bunch of fans that are gonna hate the new Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever they might, whatever that might look like in the future, and that's how it always is, right? That's always how it's always gonna fucking be, um, and it sucks. It's gonna it's gonna happen though. It sucks that it's gonna suck. Well, let me let me phrase that. It's gonna suck that people are gonna hate the new version of Guardians of the Galaxy, and the reason why they got the new version <laughs> again. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna go in fucking circles because shit's pissed me off. The reason why people are gonna hate the new Guardians of the Galaxy is because they currently hate the. the Current Galaxy, it's a weird thing. So, yeah. it's yeah. It also, is gonna suck, but at the same time, be awesome for Drax or for Dave Batista. It's gonna it's gonna be the last time we're gonna see Drax ever. Him play Drax yeah. because he's said many multiple times he's fucking done. Right with Marvel, he's gonna go over to DC though <laughs> with James Gunn and do whatever the hell he wants to do because he's been said multiple times before that he loves James Gunn. So it's gonna be awesome to see him play somebody. And, and, it's, and, and it really, for those who are wondering too about about Dave Batista and, and and Drax is, um, he has said time and time again the reason he's leaving, what what could have saved his um, um career as Drax is he wanted a Drax origin story, and they've been laying the groundwork for a Drax origin story yep. since Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One. And I really am on his side on this one. It's very disappointing they didn't. Yep. But I think that Kevin Feige had to pick and choose his battles at the time. And he didn't want to oversaturate the market with origin stories. And as much as I would love to see a Drax origin story, I would love to see the actor who plays um, not only uh, not only would I like to say James, see James Brolin come or yeah James Brolin come back and play Thanos. Josh Brolin. Um, Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin. I apologize, yes. James's brother. Uh, not only I'd love to see Josh Brolin come back and play Thanos, but I'd love to see um, the actor who plays. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Ronan the, the destroyer. Yeah. yeah. Um and tell that story of how they both murder Drax's family. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it just think about how much content we've gotten over the last two, three yeah. years out of Disney Plus, and there's just no room for it. Yeah. And I love the fact that Dave Batista has without leaving his wrestling roots completely behind him, but he has come such a long way in the vein of John Cena in the vein of the rock in the vein of actors before him in the form of Roddy, Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan. Um, and shoot, even Andre, the giant is wrestlers who've turned to Hollywood for success. Um, Dave Batista is, is absolutely killed it. Uh, he's done a great job with guardians. He's done a great job. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's gonna do a great job with, um, yeah. uh, knives out. Uh, he did a great job in, um, in the James Bond flicks. And uh, he was reading Army of the Dead. He was actually enjoying and, Army and he of was the also Dead. Also, in, in in the last season of C with with yeah. um with uh uh, uh what's Jason his name? Momoa. Aquaman. 
Joseph Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yeah, so, he's right in that too. You know, he action. he's got some great chops. He's great, some great action. We know he can do action. You know, now we can you know we can do comedy. So yeah, um, I, I feel like too to go like the only basis that I could see of like a Drax origin story, honestly, right? Because you're talking about like what is the uh, the um um what's that race called, dude? Uh, the Nova Corps. I forget Nova what his race from. is called. Yeah. Yeah, but not just Drax race, but like, uh, what, what, uh, what, uh, what, what's the name? The um, he just said his name. The 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 person Ronin destroyer. Just, yeah, Ronan. His his uh, race. The Cree. The Cree, right? The the only possible way I could see a possible like you know origin story or at least some type of that is if Drax somehow you know is in a Captain Marvel movie because that's possibly one of the only ways. The Cree so clo- so closely associated associated to Captain Marvel. Um. Pre Dynasty, uh, Nova Corp, all that stuff. Anything to hints with, with uh, with Ronan, right? Has to do it. You have to see with uh, freaking Captain Marvel. You see Captain Marvel destroy a bunch of the uh, a bunch of Ronan's uh, starships, right? In the end of Captain Marvel. So like that's possibly the only way I would have saw a a Drax storyline. But again, man, yeah, like as much as I got love for Dave Bautista, right? And I feel like Dave Bautista is one of the for me the better actors in the MCU. His character. Sadly, isn't as coveted as as some of the others, which which sucks. Like, it's the same. It's the same kind of reasoning how I felt with like the Black Black Widow movie, right? I felt like Black Widow, good character, great character, right? Now with Carl Johansson, yeah. but I feel like Carl Johansson, with understanding who she is and how and her prestige now, she should have been fucking Captain Marvel. She she, she should have been fucking Captain Marvel for me. Her and Blonde, her being having that type of attitude, having that type of like charisma, she should have been Captain Marvel, or at least, no, no, she should have been Captain Marvel. I think that was that was I think that was my opinion and my take on on that like years ago. So, but yeah, because in the in the big s- scheme of things, right? Unless you're like one of the OG OG Avengers, you're not gonna have, you know, you're not gonna have your your origin story. It's taken freaking. We're gonna we're finally gonna have a Hulk series. We're gonna finally have a Hulk movie now that uh now that what was uh what's the what's the um this the the theater no the the studio that has the well Hulk's Universal Hulk. owns the rights right now yeah. and we and the story kinda, goes that we're gonna, gonna go see back to the them. rights revert on January first knock yeah. on wood hopefully so yeah it's gonna go back to it's gonna go back to to Disney and what's Disney gonna do they're gonna finally do a Hulk movie possibly with for you know for the spoiler for those who haven't seen the end of She Hulk She Hulk with the things with the things that involve the end of She Hulk. So, yeah. hopefully, we'll see that soon too. Now, yeah. But, but again, going back to the the original core, Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna, you know, Gamora, the actress who plays her, dude, I fucking loved her. Uh, it's sad, it's sad that she hasn't really been in anything as of note lately. I feel that's a Hollywood thing. Uh, I believe that she's doing a show on Netflix. I think. Um, I, I had a friend of mine at work tell me that. Um, Zoe Saldana is doing a a show, uh, a, a TV show. And I want to say it's it's on Netflix. I could be wrong, but she does have some work that she's doing. But yeah, I mean, just playing Gamora think, has taken up a lot of her of her time over the, over the last yeah. almost ten years. So yeah, oh, that's right. Avatar two did come out recently. I, I feel like that's just and she also like, has been shooting Avatar two. Yeah, but I also um, feel that yeah, like, yeah. Thank you, thank you, uh, <laughs> easy doctor for uh, Avatar two. Um, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a point of contention for my my boy here. I told you, man, Avatar, 
Avatar is about 10 years too late, bro. <laughs> it, it really is. I, I hate to admit it. Like I, my, my boss, my boss my at my day job is a massive, as he calls it, he's a massive blue people fan. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he can never remember Avatar. I can never remember um, the name of the uh, Navari or whatever. Um, but he just calls them the blue people. And he's just like, um, he's all excited about it. And I, I told him, I was like, Hey, remember this, that movie originally came out in 2008. It's now 2022. Um, you know, I get it. We just got saw Top Gun 30 years after the original and it was a home run. Yep. Uh, but, um, dude, this is, this is, remember <laughs> this movie in 2008 was all about 3d technology yeah. and, and whatnot. And 3d technology never took off and yeah, it died really, it died it pretty died quickly. Really quick, so. Yeah. So. Um, unless like unless the next avatar comes out with like freaking like ar technology right it supposedly or, is supposed to revolutionize yeah. how they shoot movies underwater Aug- augments reality type of stuff man like because yeah again yeah avatar 2 is about 10 years too late it should have came out in 2012 20 they've, they've got six films uh greenlit over the next few years um and it should be noted too that james cameron shot uh enough footage for they said i think he said at one point for 10 avatar movies and because technology changed so much in the last fucking 14 years um that he had to scrap a lot of it and reshoot all of these movies so he had 10 movies six totally in the can and he had to reshoot. He's having to reshoot almost all of them because technology has changed over the last fourteen years. Yeah, Jared's looking at me. He's been shooting these movies for over a decade. Has he just been like? I have so many questions. That has he just been like not paying his act? Like, is he doing like cinematography? Is he doing like you know going to places? He's doing like CGI. A little work? bit of everything. They've been going down. He's and like shooting it in pieces. Is- is Zoe just coming off every other every other year, right? To do you know to put on you know full on costume makeup as as well as you know do on put on you know the bubbles for three D. Well, if you see her behind the scenes for this movie when they showed it, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to what she did in in the first film, um, it's all all three D CGI blue the white golf balls and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that so yeah okay it's a lot that. of the, a lot of that so um technology has changed so much and like I said in the last 14 years so um that's just weird bro like you had a billion you had the best-selling movie for at least 10 years yep bro you never but think about here is think about that studio too that studio fox was in such disarray for the better part of that year, though those ten years, and now mm. it's owned by Disney. That's true. So that's think idea. about that. Maybe Disney saw that original footage and said, "You can't put this out there." I mean, and that's why it's been pushed back. Remember, the, the Fox deal was been done now for what? Twenty four years. Yeah, about twenty eighteen. About twenty eighteen. Yeah. It's been done about for four years. Yeah, about, about and, that time. Yeah. You know, the only the only positive that's come out of it is the ability to put a new hope on disney plus the only um, positive to come out of that is deadpool 3 with hugh jackman but think about it though it's taken us four years to get to get mutants That's it's true. taken us four years to get avatar uh to get avatar you know um but yeah now we're getting deadpool now we're getting uh all that stuff 
Uh, real quick, rapid fire to kind of wrap things up for today. News and notes, yep. um, breaking news that came out just before the show came out. Uh, Witcher season three is going to happen. Henry Cavill is out as the Witcher. Liam Neeson is in. Um, reason being, wink. Uh, I think wink. everybody knows over the last seven days what Henry Cavill is going to be doing for the foreseeable future. I don't know. Um, Here's the thing I have to say about that, though. Like, Henry Cavill has been said to come out. He's, he has actually talked about, like, I'm guessing this is before today's announcement they done, right? He said before that, yeah, when it does come out, when initially we do another season three, that we he wants it, he wants the the series to be, to be more again about the books, right? To be more to be more um, true to the source material. Which season two, it wasn't the case. Season two, I, I'm a huge fan of season one, right? Season two deterred deterred a lot. A lot of the reason why from from what's coming out now is that one of the one of the writers for the fucking show has has uh has said that some other that when that person came out, uh it's been said within the the that writing uh group, right, that one of the other writers, a couple of the writers, they fucking you know made fun of the of the source material. They fucking laughed at it, they hated the they hated the movies or the video games and stuff. I'm like, bro, like uh... Like how you how how are you why do you why do you why are you working on a on a IP you don't like to do you're just gonna you like I understand certain aspects of being you know, you know being non biased right having yeah. a having opinion outside of it but at the same time it's like if you fucking hate it bro I can see I can legitimately pinpoint parts of the story of why it deterred so horribly and why it was so badly when I feel like it's fucking malicious now. So yeah. it's like, bro, get those motherfuckers out, dude. Like, get at least somebody that played at least, least at least Witcher one, right? Witcher three, at least, at least Witcher three. There you go, right? Just do that, and hopefully, because, dude, Henry, if they lost Henry, I don't know if I want to watch it now. Yeah, the, that was the story I read um, from if earlier they lost today. Henry, uh, I got to Henry Cavill leaving series, leaving me to replaces him uh, as draw. And for, I'm sorry for season four. I apologize. Season four. Yeah. But we have, but who we have it? Who do we have? Um, the Witcher has been renewed for season four, only to announce that Henry Cavill is passing the draw and of Rivia Mental to Liam Hemsworth. Season three, The Witcher, is set to arrive on Netflix sometime in 2023. Liam and the streaming service has just announced that the series will return for a fourth season. Great news. Uh, here's where things get a little weird, though. Star lead star Henry Cavill will step step down the role of Draw, passing the mantle to Liam Neeson. Quote: My journey as Draw has been filled with both monsters and adventures. And alas, mm. I will be laying down the medallion and the swords for season four. Mm. Uh, in my seat, the fantastic Mr. Liam Neeson will take up the mantle. Hemsworth, of the Hemsworth, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Neeson yeah. is, Nielsen is the old. I apologize. Old if I said yet. Liam Neeson, I apologize. Liam's Hemsworth. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Neeson, dude, like they did like 18 cuts when he did, when he did freaking taken four. Like, you don't need him. <laughs> um, it also should be noted that more rumors are floating around that uh, your boy, uh, your girl, rather, Ashley Eckstein, was seen on the set of Ahsoka, leading to rumors that she's making a cameo. It has been long rumored that Ahsoka, that uh, that Ashley Eckstein will be reprising the role as the as the actual live action Ahsoka um, in the younger roles in flashbacks um, uh, in the live action form of, of Ahsoka Tano. But unless um, she put to rest some of those rumors this week and said, no, I'm just here to visit um, and meet Rosario Dawson for the first time. Uh, by the way, well, Tales of a Jedi, Tales of a Jedi came out this past week and is absolutely 
fantastic. I know some fans are a little upset yeah. because it retconned some of the um, Star Wars Extended Universe books, um, yeah. but we all know uh-huh. that those aren't canon anymore. Um, yeah, I don't break my heart anymore. It is. Right. <laughs> but Ahsoka, Ashley, and, and Dave, Dave Filoni did a fantastic job with Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, did a great job with Count Dooku. Um, mm-hmm. Did a great job with um, Qui Gon Jinn, and we get to see finally in in with with the vocal talents of um, oh my gosh, I completely just drew a blank on her name. She uh, she's the director of Mandalorian. She was also played played Claire. Oh yeah, in Dress uh, World. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard played the voice yeah. of Yodel. Um, so she yeah. makes her uh, her voice her actual debut in Star Wars canon. Tales of a Jedi now streaming on Disney Plus. Fantastic little uh, six I, 15 minute episodes. I will say this too about Ashley Eckstein about her just visiting. So did Toby and uh, so did Toby and so did Andrew. Okay, I'm That's sorry. About that. You do not have Ashley Eckstein <laughs> on the set of Ahsoka Tano. Come on and now. Have her not Stop be it. doing something with Ahsoka Tano. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. It's, she's going to do something. Like, just that's, that's, stop it, miss. All right. We know you're going to be in there. You, we know you're doing something. That is fucking Spider Man 3 talk you're doing. All right. <laughs> we know you're in it. Stop it. I love her. I love her. God damn it. She better be in it. Or, or I will freaking riot. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, too, uh, the runtime for Avatar 2 um, has just been announced three hours. Uh, that was also announced today. So, uh, real quick, um, we'll end this as we always do. Um, is our uh, one of our favorite podcast, our favorite podcast uh, um, uh, traditions is the flex pool. Oh, okay. um, this you. just came in today. Um, I'm actually going to be selling a vast majority of my comic book collection. Really, um, in the very near future. Um, really, because um, I'm going to be keeping. <clears throat> a lot of the key issues, so don't be expecting yeah. me to sell my amazing Spider-Man 300 or 129. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am going to be focusing on completing one of the greatest runs in comic book history. Mm-hmm. I am going to finish Volume 1, the entire run. I am going to attempt to complete the entire run of Uncanny X-Men. Number 1 through number okay. 544. And I have over 50% of it done. Okay. And in my possession is a missing book from my run. This will fill a huge gap. This is issue number 249. Um, this is a Chris Claremont run. Um, Mark Silvestri and Dan Green on cover and art. Uh, no real special significance to this book other than it's a really bitchin' cover. And it com- and it fills in the gap on a hell of a run. It's a 9.0 CGC. That's right. Kevin bought a CGC. Uncanny X-Men number 249. Uh, absolutely beautiful cover. This is from early October of 1989. Um, <clears throat> and um, just, hmm. just screams 80s and 90s Marvel. I love quick how they question. Do these little, yes, quick sir. question. Quick question. I know you're trying to... Oh, no, never mind. This is X-Men. You're, not, you're doing Uncanny X-Men. Uncanny X-Men, which is volume okay. one... First appearance of the X Men is, okay, cool, is cool. Uh, so I'm not going to be doing the annuals, um, yeah. which would be of course Giant Size X Men number one, um, which is an, considered to be an annual. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to count that. Is so X Men is is X Men the one of the original series too that happened like like in nineteen in the sixties as well? Is that yes. Uncanny Run? 
Okay. That is uncanny. You... So X-Men okay. number one. Yeah. X-Men number one. The pivotal issue with all, with back, four. Um, so let me get that. Let me get the stats on it um, uh, real quick. Uh, the, the reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is because, because I'm looking for this particular book, right? X-Men 49. First appearance, Polaris. Let's see. 49. Yeah, forty nine. It's it's a beautiful first appearance. Polaris. Uh, Polaris. Lorna Dane, daughter of Magneto. Polaris. Yep. Oh, Polaris. It's that a beautiful is... cover. Uh, her checking out. Yeah. That is technically Uncanny X Men Volume One. So really, um, yes, huh. they called it the X Men, starting in, um, so the X Men started mm-hmm. in. Um, and bring it up real quick. Bro- started in September of 1963. The mm-hmm. original book. This is issue number one. There yeah. you go. And if you look at it right there, um, it's called The X Men. That's yeah. what the series used to be called in 1963. Yeah. Um, it became, I believe, uncanny, uncanny in the it rebirth because it, it, it rebooted. Yeah. And it was rebooted with Giant Size X Men number one. That's right. That's with the and, second with the second squad. And then it it would again it was called X Men with the the I'll just use this for example with that old school eighties logo that we know eighties nineties logo, but it was still called X Men. Um, and it ran until I don't think it was called Uncanny X Men until shoot I'm still trying to find it. Still trying to find it um, because it was all called All New, All Different. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's still considered Uncanny X-Men Volume 1. And I don't think it... it, I really and truly don't think it could be... Okay, first time the word Uncanny appears above X-Men, but the title didn't officially become Uncanny X-Men until 142. So the Uncanny X-Men... Official officially changed the title page uh, on 114. Chris Claremont was the writer, October of 1978. Mm-hmm. And like the like uh key collector says, it did not officially become Uncanny X-Men until 149. Yeah. And that was a core, of course, deep, deep in a Claremont run. So you're going past. Yeah. Um we're getting full nerdum now. We're going to, yeah, <laughs> yeah. looking back at a full list, but like, yeah, that's oh, right. 142 retitled from X-Men to Uncanny X-Men officially in the uh, um in the uh in and that was Uncanny X-Men number 142 part 2 okay. of Days of Future Past is when it officially oh becomes Uncanny X-Men and that was in February of 1981 so a book that started in September of 1963 it was not until February of 1981 that became Uncanny X-Men but from that from the X-Men number 1 to issue number 544, which I think yeah. ran well into the 80s and the 90s, that is Uncanny X-Men Volume 1. The famous Jim Lee run, 90s, which is loosely based around the, the animated series, came out in the 90s. That is yeah. just called X-Men. Yeah. No the, no Uncanny, no... Uh, no, all new, all different. It was just called X Men, and yep. that started, I believe, in like 90, 91, I believe. 
Yeah. Because I remember I started collecting um Superman oh, yeah. Death of Superman and Death of Superman was like 91, 92. So yeah, yeah. And my brother started that. collecting Jim Lee's uh, yeah, about uh, the same time. But yeah, he was going back to that man. X Men forty nine. I'll be looking at that particular one. It's it's actually going pretty freaking high because the Polaris run. She did come out in the uh the gifted, which was a which was the sadly uh a little unknown gem uh for, for Fox. Uh that happened like a couple years ago now, man. So Polaris was in that it was actually a really good a really good series. Granted, like I feel like the budget was less than Shield. So take it how it is. Uh, but yeah, Polaris. I was always always intrigued with the character ever since then. Now looking her at a, now looking at her, she's a big player in a, in the current run of X Men uh, with, with things that are going down Krakoa and the things that happened in Krakoa the last couple of issues. Uh, so yeah, I've been looking to get that comic for quite a while. I've seen that comic on the Instagram, on the uh, comic book Instagram pages. Man, people getting it. Man, that's a beautiful freaking cover. I want to get that cover. That's definitely on my to get list. I guess my flex pool still is me going to freaking uh, is still me going to uh, to Emerald City Comic Con in yeah, March. That's, that's super cool, uh, bro. I am happy. I, I think I yeah, told Atner. I think Atner, you were here uh, when we talked about it. But yeah, I'm going to ECC, bro. So Sandy, uh, oh, you missed, oh dang, Jr. You missed the flex pool. Boom, there you go, buddy. 9.0 CGC, Uncanny X Men. Number two forty nine. Bro, no. Where's your PS five box? Where's your Where's your PS five box? It, it's 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 over there. It, okay, the the yeah. actual box is out in the hallway. But there you go. So that's um, that's, that's the actual. Play. That's the actual flex. All right, man. That's the, oh, there, there it is, right there. You can keep telling yourself right there. there. Yeah, right the PS five. <laughs> the PS five. Yeah, I man. have to be at the gym at four thirty tomorrow morning. There's a very good chance I'm going to be late because I'm going to. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to bust out some Miles Morales. Not, dude, I'm um, telling you, bro, either bust out Miles or put this sucker on. I'm telling you, the way oh, it runs. I, I'm going to so work on that better. tomorrow because I think I'm going to set it up and I'm going to have my son play it because he really wants to play it. Uh, let us know in the comment section below um, and um, and hit us up uh, with Halloween being on Monday. Yours truly is actually going to be a Jedi for uh, Halloween. So I'm going to let you guys uh, pick um, right behind me. Actually, I'm gonna, let, me, let me change this. Here we go. Here we go. So I get the full effect, all right? Uh-huh. You guys can see it. There they are. There's the there's the lightsabers. Hold up for a second. Hold up. Should I go with the full Ahsoka? Okay. Do I go with the Ahsoka, the Ahsoka Tano uh, blades? Those are, of course, uh, people go like, those aren't the Ahsoka blades. Yeah, they are. Those are the Ahsoka Padawan blades. Yep. Um, and by the way, again, if you haven't seen Tales of a Jedi, watch it. It loosely explains how she gets the double lightsabers. Um, I know that in Clone Wars and Rebels, she starts, I think in Clone Wars, does she always have two lightsabers? Uh, okay. In episode, in her first appearance, which I think is yeah. in episode two of Clone mm. Wars, yeah, um, she did. I think she, she had always has two lightsabers. I gotta look back. I've always just known her with two, but I just can't recall those details. Is, is that weird? Like, was that not the Barbara Streisand effect, but like that weird effect where like you think like something is for what it is, but uh, Mandela effect. Mande- the Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's option number one: the Ahsoka du- dual lightsabers. I'm not again. I'm not going as Ahsoka. I'm going as an original character. Yeah. Or as an, I'm just going as a universal Jedi. I'm not going as Obi Wan. I'm not going as Anakin. I'm just going as a Jedi. Um, yeah. Which will lead me to my second question. But okay. do I go with the Ahsoka Blades or 
for those uh, for the for our listeners that are oh, oh, fuck you format, fuck you yeah on yeah, audio format he's act- the reason why uh the reason why kevin is going back and forth it sounds really you know small per se like going for- back and forth he's going to the back of his room turning turning on his fucking lightsabers specifically the ahsoka ones that i fucking hate him for because that's my goddamn character <laughs> i know and i don't i don't have the rebel ones i want them bad mm-hmm. i can only find them online for about a thousand dollars and i'm not yeah. paying that much money for them yeah. but i haven't mm-hmm. i know that disney is going to mm-hmm. re-release them when the ahsoka series comes out next year oh and yeah I will oh yeah i am on that my wife might file for divorce, but I'm going to get those blades. But, how did she um, not but I did put on the other how, one. I did how did the she, quick question. How did she not have that assertion when you got the PS5 today? <laughs> That's my Christmas present. Okay. 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 What she, uh, I won't say it on here because I know people will spoil it for, but I, I have a equally, if not better, and yes, better Christmas present for her uh, than the PlayStation 5. Um, you got to tell me that off stream. I want to um, know. I don't even know what I want to tell you because you're going to hold that over my head to try to get to get that Funko that you want, but I don't know if I'm going to trade you for it. I, I can't. I don't know if I can let it go, bro. No, no, no. I no, want no, that no. Gwenpool book you got, but I. Hey, man, if you still want it, I got, I got, I got, I can sell it to you. I'm just saying, I'm just, I got to pay for my freaking trip one way or another. <laughs> well, if I have to pay you in installments, I will. But again, that I might also get get divorced if um, if I buy a book for that much money, uh, even off of you, Jr. Um, and just for the viewing audience, I didn't know those things could go off. That, that was fucking me awesome, out. bro. That is awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. That was sexy. He's gonna do the exact same uh, thing, probably with the well. For those who didn't know, he he has two pairs of lightsabers. The one in the back is a purple lightsaber. Uh, that is you got maces, right? Yeah. What's the other one? That's uh, that's is that so is that always Sokas? And yeah. just to piss off Jr. The man himself, you hear, you know that hum. You know that that notable hum. That is straight from a new hope. That is the man, the myth, the dark legend, Anakin Skywalker himself, Darth motherfucking Vader. And that is my son's lightsaber. That was his birthday present. He is super stoked. He wants to go as a Sith Lord on Monday. Uh, just so he can rock that blade, but hey. um, he is going as a paddle on doing um, it right. So. Doing it right. I, I mean, I can't hate on it if it's for if it's for your boy. Can't hate on him for that, man. So, uh, yep. I want to say, um, real too, real quick to talk about lightsabers. Um, uh, mad respect to Disney and the legacy lightsabers for that. That is annoying as some people might say it is. That Darth Vader one just it just screams nostalgia. It just sounds like the yeah. blade from a new hope. Um, Bro, if like, you haven't had a chance, go check it out online. Anyone who yeah. does lightsaber blade uh, lightsaber reviews, go check out the box that came out at D23. Um, that was the three separate lightsabers of Obi-Wan Kenobi. They have the episode four, um, a new hope lightsaber that Obi-Wan uses, basically the um the Sir Alec Guinness lightsaber. Yep. The second that they turn it on, it gives you chills. It, it evokes so much emotion because it takes you right back to A New Hope when when Alec Guinness's uh, Obi-Wan fights uh, Darth Vader at the end of A New Hope. It just, it brings so much emotion. And they do have the, um, the young Padawan 
um, Obi Wan oh. blade from um, from Phantom Menace, and yeah. then they also have the one from Obi Wan. They have the um, the Obi Wan blade, so from um, his Disney Plus show. The only thing that's gonna piss me off is that if they don't do anything with uh with Craig Christensen as Darth Vader now, you know, with him now back in the good graces, quote unquote, right, of Star Wars fandom, with uh a full run of of Star Wars Darth Darth Vader run out for Marvel, I'm gonna be pissed because I wanna see <laughs> I wanna see this man get thrown into freaking lava and then basically push every push the lava out of the way with just his fucking force shield, his force shield slash force barrier by him damn self and jump out of it. Like um like bro if they don't if they don't do anything with the most the the terminator of all terminators the the sheer unstoppable undauntable will of death incarnate yep. I'm be fucking pissed Right. That's there, the is thing. Talk, there is talk yeah. that, that uh, Hayden Christensen has re-signed um, with 20 years with Disney, um, with Lucasfilm to do something, um, yeah. whether it be voice acting work as Anakin or Darth Vader, um, yeah. or if he's uh, going to be just... doing an Obi-Wan Kenobi season two. Yeah, man, um dude. All I'm just hoping for, bro, again, is him, Darth Vader, and then you got Dr. Afra, you got all the other characters now that are slowly trickling in, coming back into the sphere of Star Wars fandom. Hopefully, hopefully, somewhere in Ahsoka, we're getting my twins, my actual fucking twins that should have been in the goddamn trilogy, recent trilogy, like I've been saying, I've been ranting for forever, right? Hopefully get Mara Jade. It's not going to happen. Bro, bro, Ahsoka shouldn't have been a thing. It is a thing, okay? I could, but Filoni made everything come to be, so I'm we'll, gonna we'll hold see it. what happens. Ahsoka Tano, Ahsoka hits the Disney Plus sometime in early 2023, along with Mandalorian season three. Mm-hmm. Um, we do know yeah. we're gonna get a Mandalorian season four. I'm super excited about Skeleton Crew, I think that's gonna be a fun new original show. If you don't know anything about that, look it up. But basically, imagine Goonies set in uh, a galaxy far, far away with um yeah. jude law is in the lead and you have john watt who is the guy who directed uh spider-man yeah. um homecoming uh far from home and, and no way home uh so yeah looking forward to that uh if, i'm just saying bro if if again if general Adm- if general admiral thron is gonna be in star wars mara jade is coming mara jade skywalker i think because mara jade is supposed to be luke's wife, wife. Yeah. Okay. I think that happened. I, 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 that one I know. I bet you happens. I'd be willing to bet money that happens. I'm just, uh, At, sir, uh, General Ad, uh, Admiral Thrawn yeah. is going to happen. I just want to see. He's already Gina. been mentioned. He's already been mentioned in, yeah. in Mandalorian season episode or season two. Um, the character allegedly has already been cast for Ahsoka. Yep. Um, I just don't know how they're going to address Mara, Mara Jaina. So. I'm telling you, bro, just watch Rebels. Just watch Rebels. I'm, oh, I'm, you, I'm getting to. I'm, I'm trying to understand. bang through. I'm trying. I'm, I'm banging through uh, Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, slowly but surely, because I'm watching yeah. Clone Wars. I'm watching Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah. I'm watching Lord of the Rings all at the same yep. time. So I've got the, so much crap. Yeah, now I've got I'm a PlayStation you. Five to play. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. The second you watch. 
the, because the second I think the second season of Rebels, right, is gonna make known of the multiverse within Star Wars. Yeah. That will solve a lot of problems. I'm just saying, yeah. and you'll get you'll get the actual Ray to come to be Jaina Solo, and you will get Jason Solo, the actual fucking uh, whatever the fuck his name is, forgot his name, Kylo. So again, we'll get those guys. We'll get those people. You will understand why I love those fucking two so goddamn much. You have the ultimate light and the ultimate dark with those two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. real quick, by the way, folks, uh, we are less than two weeks away from Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Um, arguably, going to be one of the most emotionally charged movies yeah, in um, in recent tough. memory. Um, I can't wait for it. It is a week from. I think it's a week from this Thursday. We will see it with the crew at Asylum. I don't know if JR is going to be there. I will be there. JR, I challenge you to break your uh, COVID blockade. Wear a mask if you have to, um, but you should be there. <clears throat> I don't know if Candace is going to be there. My wife and I are going to be there. Um, I, don't th- I think they're. I think they sold out tickets. Okay. Yeah. This was this was expected to. Um, yeah. To be a sellout for them, and uh, this is going to be an emotionally charged movie, and yeah. this movie will bring a tumultuous close to Phase Four of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The Phase Five will officially launch with Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. By the yeah. way, I want to throw this out there, uh, not to chase a rabbit, uh, but I just wanted I meant I want to make one. I love the short hair on Evangeline Lilly. Because it is such a callback to the old Janet Van Dyne in the comic yeah. books. I, when I saw that, I thought I was watching the old Avengers um, um, Earth's Mightiest Hero cartoon, which was awesome, which was a great cartoon if you have a chance to watch it. I think it's available on Netflix, or I'm sorry, on Disney Plus now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I love that they cut her hair, or at least she chose to cut her hair. Um, but yeah, really, really look for that. But again, Looking forward to Wakanda forever. And again, like I said, it officially closes the book on phase four. four. Mm-hmm. When that happens, we're going to give a a, a, a a moment of moratorium for the show to the movie to come out, let people watch it, let people digest yeah. it, let people yeah. soak it all in. Before Christmas, we will break down the film. We really? will break down phase four because phase four needs yeah. to be broken down. It has yeah. been an extremely tumultuous uh, uh, phase. Um, by the way, uh, the holiday special is considered phase four, even though it comes out after Wakanda Forever. They are considering, uh, I believe, Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, a part of phase four. Um, so we'll, we were, we we're going to include that. So phase four begins with... Um, uh, I think yeah, technically WandaVision. Um, because WandaVision came out in January of 21, correct? Yeah. Okay. So phase four begins with WandaVision, will end with Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> uh, holiday special and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It will include Loki, includes Falcon the Winter Soldier, it includes Black, Pan- yeah. uh, Black Widow, all that stuff. Yeah. So. So we'll we'll break it down. We'll have, we'll have the whole list and we'll break it down. We'll do a phase four breakdown in December after people have a chance to kind of digest Wakanda Forever, which I know is going to be a lot. That this movie has the chance of breaking some records. I really, really I, so. I feel like it should be. I feel like it should be. I, I feel it's going to be more akin to like when Fast Seven 
is I think it was Fast Seven or Fast Eight after the death of Paul Walker, right? And how that did it, that how that was the first billion dollar maker for for Fast and Furious. Uh, looking forward to seeing Atner. I know, um, yeah, one of the last times we had a an emotional movie, um, Sarah was a wreck. Yeah, um, was that so. was that uh, was that was a uh, um, I think Infinity War. Infinity War. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like it's gonna be more akin to like not trying to compare that somehow fucking fast fast and furious is somehow on the level of a of a of black panther but more so like in the sense of like how people are going to view it like when uh when paul walker passed away people want to go watch the movie because it's the last movie he's been in right i feel like it's going to be somewhat of that sense we're gonna um hopefully we're gonna see some whatever what whatever they did possibly in like archive footage with with uh with chadwick maybe that's gonna be put in there I feel like that's gonna have the same heart in the sense of like yeah. people are gonna go watch it because this might be you know might be the last time we see you know Chadwick Boseman icon iconized you know uh you know yeah iconized as like Black Panther for the last time so uh yeah I just I definitely gonna watch that though well that's what that's all we got uh for you guys tonight thank you so much um for being so interactive with the show um and uh we look forward to it. happy halloween everybody yeah have a safe uh halloween this year and uh we will see you next week we're gonna try to do these on saturday or sunday night depending on availability for jr and i maybe we'll do start doing some some early afternoon shows so you guys don't have to stay up too late but i do appreciate you guys again check us out on social media PS Comics, I love you uh, across the board, except for yep. Twitter. It's PS Comics, I love the letter U. You. Um, and uh, yeah, good night, everybody. Have a great night. We will see you later. Enjoy. In broadcast. <laughs> Hit the button again, Kevin. Right this time. Hey, maybe I'll start Twitch. Do a do a stream later on tonight or something. Like that.